0: Well, that's cute. Ami Handler. That's his new name, Ami Handler.
1: Ami Handler? Ami <laughs> yeah. <I'm a> Handler? <laughs> oh, my. He's the handler.
0: Yeah, let me switch that over. So, you know, we'll kind of banner around. Uh, to be honest, I don't think either one of us are completely prepared, you know, for a really good live show tonight, all things considered. Um but we'll talk about what? the mayor here in a le- here in a minute. But what? look, how's the elec- how's the electric situation up in bent? Uh,
1: I mean, look, the electric situation has been exceptional. You know, with the with the exception of having to disassemble my welding machine generator carburetor <laughs> so that it would continue to run and function and power my freezer, and so I didn't lose all my stuff. So I can't complain. I mean, I can tear a carburetor down like it's snap of a finger. It ain't nothing to it did it and generators up going hey no problem except for sweating a little bit and uh but got a big shop fan brought it in the house we realized how much dust needed to be cleaned up in the house after that (laughs) you know it exposes those little flaws up in your camp but you know there's worse things people are still without power i mean and uh, i know
0: i i can't complain too much i was uh i've got a A fuel transfer pump. And so, you know, getting fuel was the problem. I've got a a little generator I bought from Lowe's, I don't know, 10 years ago. And, you know, I was able to keep refrigerators and freezers on and we put a couple of window units from my garage and office actually in the living room. So, you know, we were able to sleep in air conditioning, you know, without it being so miserable. And, but I had to siphon gas out of my bass boat. I mean, you know what's getting bad when I gotta pull gasoline out of oh
1: a basketball
0: to power the generator. I look, I've gotta say this.
1: And your I wife, went, your wife better have been saying, Oh honey, I love you. You are the greatest.
0: I know. Just to provide air conditioning for the dogs. I mean, if it had just been, you know, me and her, we could have got by, but we got the dogs to consider and blah, blah, blah. I mean, first world problems, but I wanna say this. So I went to the quick trip up on Highway 80 and uh, Swan Lake Road. And I thought, oh, well, there's a bunch of cars in there and they're all up at the pumps. Maybe they've got a generator on and they're able to, you know, I cash on me, I cash for some gasoline or whatever. I drove in there and people are sitting in their cars, not pumping gas. They're just sitting there. I guess they expected some miracle hand of God to come down and make the pumps magically work. I I I don't understand that concept.
1: I I don't know. Maybe it's like camping out for a concert, you know, so you can be in there first or whatever. I I, I don't know. I don't know. I mean I heard look, I heard stories about fist fights at gas pumps, you know. I got to say, look, I was thinking about this before we started the show. Because, look, we had a debate. And for those of you that have already tuned in and watching, thank you for being here. We appreciate you. Uh, Larry Hawkins, glad you're here, brother. Glad your generac is uh, taking care of you. Judy Dillingham, uh, glad to see you guys here. Um, So, you know, we had a debate on whether we should do a show or not because a lot of people may not have electricity. And, you know, well, was it not? But, but you know what? People need a little bit of relief. And if us talking about politicians and their shortcomings to whatever, give somebody entertainment and a little bit of relief, then you know what? We need to talk about somebody.
0: Well, I have to say that the, my wife was not so much worried about the air conditioner. It's, it was internet access because of course, we're on, you know, Suddenlink or Optimum or whatever it's called, cable. Well, no electricity, no cable modem or whatever. I mean, I could have fired that up, but I think their main um, networking equipment was down anyway. And right where we live, our cell phone reception is terrible right here. You go a quarter mile up the road either way, we're fine. And so we had that limitation. Plus, as you know, after the electric was out for more than 24 hours the cell phone towers started, you know, getting sketchy spotty. And so my wife was not as concerned with the air conditioning as she was with internet access and TikTok and Facebook and all that. And I'm sitting here thinking, first world problems.
1: It it is first world problems. But I got to tell you, this is, I mean, I see the benefit of this. A lot of people are like throwing crap at their TV right now. Duke's talking about this being a benefit. But the benefit is is it's making you stronger and and i gotta argue and say i don't know that we have enough of this but maybe we do need this maybe we do need this gut check to make people think what is it like to not have internet what is it like to have to do without power can you make it what will you do when resources that you every day in your life you know you depend on suddenly are gone what will you do? How will you act? Are you prepared? I, I mean, look, we're not turning this into no prepper show, but I got to tell you, I, I I, had it handled up. It was no problem. All I, The only thing I didn't have, I didn't have internet. Yeah. Well, Whoop-de-doo. Barely, barely had cell service. I, I was good. Well,
0: I, you know, we had our little generator, and no, it's not as nice as a Generac whole house generator. Uh, but you know, it was enough to get by. I had gasoline. I mean, I got forty-something gallons of gas in in my boat. It'll hold sixty. I mean, so I had enough to last us. And we eventually found gasoline on yuri Drive at the Kroger's. I did, you know, the the one bad thing. I had not filled my truck up Thursday night. I, I was actually on just a hair above E. I had like forty-five miles left on my tank, which is a no-no. But I thought, you know what, I was really tired, I'll fill up tomorrow, and lo and behold, I was, we we got to the gas station down there after driving around looking for gas, and I had like 26 miles left showing on my little indicator on my dashboard, and we were able to get gas, and you know, but anyway, I wasn't as prepared as I should have been and would have been six or eight years ago.
1: Well, folks need to think out of the box a little bit and be thinking ahead. I mean, because, look, there may come a time in the near future where we lose everything. And, you know, you you need to have your affairs in order. You need to be able to realize that you're not going to have Internet. You're not going to be able to go access supplies. And what are you going to do? Are you going to show up at the gas pumps at Brookshire's and get into a fist fight? I mean... <laughs> That's true. no if you're at that point you have failed this test
0: you have you have you have <laughs> failed all right well i'll tell you what let's uh instead of doing the full countdown tonight let's just do our little intro ads we'll be back in 45 seconds and we'll get with it what do you say let's do it all right closure watch live broadcast is brought to you by david b womack for all your contracting and construction needs the outdoor news Fishing and outdoors for our area. Acadiana Mortgage. Over 23 years in the mortgage business. Pelican Training and Consulting is an IWTP customized training provider with over 25 years of success to show for it. Call them for a free consultation today. Pelican Training and Consulting matches employers with 50-plus employees with training dollars. Smarter Geek. Making technology easier and the many supporters, donations, and folks sharing information and watching out for Bozier. Now, grab your popcorn and a drink. Here we go. And here we are. Hey, I just noticed we're up to like 27 people watching, plus a few on Twitter and all that sort of thing. So, uh, somebody's got electricity, somebody's watching, so we're we're happy to see that. Happy that people have electricity and are able to watch.
1: Yeah, we are. I I see Mike Collier's watching. Glad to see you, Mike. Val Baker, welcome to the show, Val. Uh, Glad you're here. I know he's here, he or she. You know, I don't know. Is Val a he or a she? They're here so often, I should know that.
0: I think it would probably be the he. And Val says, Brookshire's gas isn't worth it. Now, correct me if I'm wrong. There's really only about, what, four or six gasoline distributors that distribute to everybody.
1: Yeah, pretty much. You just have a trucking company that goes and picks it up locally and, you know, distributes it out to the rest of them. But, hey, Mary T., uh, thanks for being here, Mary. So, Hmm. Rex, Larry Larry says, you know, this incident shows us just how vulnerable we will be if terrorists or U.S. enemies, foreign or domestic, decide to attack. The U.S. is not prepared to protect the power grid. Let's talk about that. He's dead on the money. He's right. Look,
0: I'm just going to go ahead and I'm going to throw this out there. First of all, I appreciate all the EMTs and the police department because they were overwhelmed. Literally, all the traffic signals were down. So there's no way that they can direct traffic to all the traffic signals and all that. The poor EMTs and fire trucks, uh-oh. I mean, were back oh. and forth and back Wait and a forth. And,
1: Are you uh-oh. fixing to give a lesson on the zipper lesson?
0: No zippers tonight.
1: Because I will tell you, I did see somebody talking it's about four, the lights, it, the traffic it's four lights. four-way stop. No, there.
0: no zipper, right. four-way stop.
1: But well, where, where is that at? Who
0: says that? No, it's in the driving test. Like I remember it, that from when I was 15 years old.
1: Exactly. But apparently 90% of the population didn't read that part. It wasn't on the test. Apparently not.
0: Apparently <laughs> it was I, on the, t- I specifically remember that, but you're, you're right. It I brings thought up that was point. where you were going. Well, no, where I'm going is I want to say this and I appreciate all the linemen, uh, you know, and, 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 power employees and all that that are working frantically to get, uh, you know, power restored to everybody. I, I guess at one point there was a quarter of a million people without power or whatever the number was. So I appreciate all of them. With that said, I don't necessarily appreciate or defend SWEPCO because it's, I mean, it was an act of God. It was, you know, I guess we had what, over 100 mile an hour winds, so basically hurricane force or tropical storm force winds that blew a lot of trees over and caused the issues. But our power grid is woefully inadequate, and SWEPCO is part of that power grid, and, you know, I'll... A lot of the money that Swepco makes, they don't necessarily reinvest into, let me say this carefully, into upgrading the the infrastructure. It's reactive instead of proactive. And I understand you can't bury. It would be nice to say, oh yeah, we'll take all the power lines and let's route them all underground like to do downtown and places like that. Um, And that's not feasible everywhere obviously because you've got property rights and and you know not to mention uh, the things that go along with boring for the lines and all that sort of thing so I, I get that I'm not saying that we could just we should just switch and put them all the ground but I am saying that I agree with Larry we are woefully our, our electric grid system is as in as bad a shape as the dadgum interstate out there
1: well, I I don't, I don't know if you're right or you're wrong on the investment in the infrastructure. I don't, I don't know that, but what I, what I do know is, is that Greg Bell makes an amazing common sense point, an amazing (laughs) Greg Bell. I'm telling you this guy, he needs a pay raise. Whoever he works for (laughs) common sense right here, brother.
0: for future outages they should for those of you that are listening to the podcast version when i release that greg bell says for future outages they should just put a cattle tank in the middle of the intersection and turn it into a roundabout yeah i agree
1: i, I mean good great i mean dude you need a pay raise wherever you're at you need a pay raise that's good stuff but yeah, it really is i i look i i think us talking about the electrical grid and Sweepco and all the, you know, it, we would be remiss if we didn't mention the fact that it wasn't just us in Bozier or Shreeport that got hit, you know, look, this thing stretched across over into Marshall. I mean, God knows I, I, how many places I, over there are out, but
0: I heard all the way from Natchitoches up to Texarkana.
1: Yeah. And I mean, look, and I don't know if it was today or if it was yesterday, but there was a lineman from, you know, out of state. I think Ohio, I may be wrong, that was down here that was called in by SWEPCO, you know, as backup. But they, they all have, I guess it's kind of like mutual aid agreements like we have right. with the fire department. When your system's overwhelmed, you've got agreements in place that you'll respond and you'll help and but there was one of those guys one of those linemen that lost his life over there in marshall and uh you know just man electric i i tell <laughs> it's a, a dangerous
0: job If if everything's going right it's a dangerous job
1: yeah i look i have done a lot of things in my life that you know have brought me close close to losing my life but probably the closest thing was electricity and it was an experience, and, and I can tell you. And the majority of people that are watching the show, you will, you'll know the place, and you'll, you'll, you, you'll your mind will go right to it. Tinsley Ballfield. <clears throat> I was the captain on engine number three uh, off of Northside Drive. We got dispatched to power lines down behind the apartments, right there at ten, you know, Tinsley Ballfield. So I go back there. I'm trying to identify these power lines down and I can't find them. And I'm looking and I I don't see them. And and I know the general area where they said they were, and there's nobody there to tell me where they were. So me and my guys were trying to find this location. And so there's right behind those apartments between there and Tenzo, there's a little thin row of trees that, that run through there. So I kind of, You know, I I looked on one end and where it was open, I couldn't see anything. So I went down by the trees and I stepped kind of in between the trees and I'm looking and I'm peeking down one side and right the other and I'm not seeing nothing. And then the wind kind of blows and rustles just a little bit. And the limbs from one tree and the other tree that I'm standing under, they bump and I hear (laughs) and I couldn't see it. What it it ended up being those high voltage lines from, I mean, the big bad boys. I mean, all I had to do was just make the ground or the connection with one of those trees there. And it was crispy critters. It was over, baby. So, I mean, look, the linemen, they're dealing with something that all it takes is one mistake, one one second, and your life is over. And uh, unfortunately, that happened in Marshall. You know... I, I did understand that that gentleman, the heat got him, um, you know, either, either, either way, way.
0: Yeah. They're out there, you know, of course they're getting paid, but they're out there assisting and trying to help, you know, folks that, uh, that are without electricity, without air conditioning and all that, get their electric back on. So, you know, whether they're being paid or whether he, he died of a heat related incident or not, it's a danger of the job because it's been, you know, if folks hadn't noticed and i'm sure they have it was hot and that was the worst part is not only was the electric out it was out during a heat wave
1: yeah and thomas thomas shay says apparently he died in a hotel room with a heat related incident i mean look thomas you know a cat from ohio or wyoming or any of those regions you know where you've got the cooler weather and you come down here and to basically hell. I mean, look, this, this is going to stress your body. If you're not acclimated to it, it's going to kill you just, and unfortunately it did that in, in this incident, but you know, Rex, that question in this situation, it raised a couple of questions of people that sent us emails. And one of those, they sent us some messages and they said, you know, what is our elected officials? What has Bozier done? I mean, we had a lot of people, we got people still right now without power, you know, what, what did they do?
0: Well, and I want to make this comparison too, during the apocalypse, you know, there was, uh, those questions were raised as well then. And some folks were critical of the city and, and I hate to say it, but the city was being unprepared. Um, or was not prepared, I guess, necessarily for that. Like, you know, like we assume they would be, and that's a dangerous word. But is the criticism valid for the city? Or at least for the figurehead and basically spokesman for the city?
1: Well, you know, in What was the city's
0: response? I mean, it was over the weekend, I guess, well... I mean most of the most of it's transpired over the weekend. So I mean, what is the city's responsibility in, and and I'm just going off the cuff here. You know, we're not going by notes or anything. So what is the city's responsibility in a situation like this when the city doesn't control the utilities?
1: Well, somebody actually sent a couple of uh screenshots and reminded me of you know, back during the mayoral race, you know, with Tommy Chandler and Lo Walker, you know, you had the, the snowmageddon and you had the water situation. And they they sent me some screenshots of some posts made back during that time and comments. Yeah.
0: So and by the magic of technology, we're able to regurgitate. Those comments and screenshots
1: so you know as as you know tommy said here moving forward we need a better plan of action whenever a storm or natural event occurs in Bozier. i highlighted that and then as you can see further down as mayor of Bozier city i will be a decisive leader who will lead from the front now I'm not saying that he did. I'm not saying that he didn't. I, I, I guess we would ask the folks that have power and are watching or people, um, did he meet the challenge or did he not meet the challenge? And and you know, when somebody posed this to me and they sent these to me because I think they felt like that he didn't. Um, I think they felt like that maybe you know the Motor City Civic Center should have been open. Um, I think they felt like that it should have been offered to the citizens of Bossier a, a place to be able to go to. And uh, I, I'm not judging as to whether that would have been the right call or not, or whether it should still be open. I, I mean, I do not know, but I did take occasion to go to, uh, you know, the this page, the Tommy Chandler page. I was curious. What has he said? What has he done? <clears throat> what? Mm-hmm. So uh you got it up there. scrolled down there. Well, the last post or post that was on there was June the eighteenth. Um, basically saying that, hey, there's no public service announcement. I mean, no uh boil advisories for Bozier. <clears throat> um, the next post was two days before that, I'm assuming, or two days prior to today. You know, we and he says we have been able to get enough generators to open the Shady Grove Rec Center. Well, that's a start. How, how you're to get generators to open the Shady Grove Rec Center, why could you not just open the Bojer City Civic Center? You got generators that are fixed right there. I mean, w- we didn't run out of gas no that people couldn't drive from Shady Grove to the Civic Center if they needed a place to stay or, or what have you. So I don't quite understand that one. Um, you know, the same day he made this post or shared this, uh, I guess that was just to tag, you know, the councilman down there. Well, that was, wait a minute. So that was one, two, three posts. And two of them were a share of the same post. What are the next posts? Oh, we got the golf tournament. The Tommy Chandler mayoral golf tournament.
0: Yeah. Of course, that is pre uh, power outage, you know, or power situation. But you're right. Well, look, let's give Tommy the benefit of the doubt. I'm feeling nice tonight. Maybe he didn't have any electricity to make those Facebook posts. Maybe his battery went dead on his phone and he couldn't charge the phone back up.
1: Well,. I'm confident that he would have been able to go to the complex and have power. They got again they got backups down there right. so um anyway, golf tournament pose golf hey, tournament uh, pose.
0: Mike and Judy Dillingham bring up a good point. uh maybe somebody in the comments can help us out um I say are, I remember the day when the Bossier police reserve would direct traffic when the lights were out. Do we still have a reserve? Good question.
1: I would think that we do still have a reserve. Uh, I mean, look, I was on the reserves, but I got to tell you, it is, uh, as thankless of a thing as there is that exists. Um, there's no incentive to be a reserve. I got to tell you, I just don't think it is. Um, but there's what Val, it is.
0: Val Baker brings up another point. Hardly any info about cooling places in Bozier except the sheriff's station and the uh Bozier
1: Council on Aging.
0: Council on Aging. I had a mind blank. And saw a sign at the Lutheran Church on airline. Hmm.
1: Yeah. So, okay. There's a, I mean, the previous, uh, you know, that golf tournament thing there, you see, you got, uh, Utiliser, serve, you got worker construction, you got testament construction, you got man shack right up there in the middle, SGB, Yates, uh, origin bank, precision builders. I mean, yeah, Hudco, I, I mean, I, look, I, all, all the people, brown builders, all the people that do business with the city or want business with the city. I mean, I mean, they're there. Yeah, um,
0: buy you outdoor power sports. We may as well plug them all, Ron Atwood
1: little italiano we can't leave little italiano i mean I,
0: that's... And, and look we're appreci you know we're not trying to slam these local businesses for sponsoring tommy's golf cart and campaign uh golf tournament campaign if they want to it's just kind of the well, principle of it
1: well there's a lot about there's more about golf on this page than there is about what you know the people in in a I mean, look, we got, we had, I mean, literally there's person died in Marshall somebody trying to get everybody's electricity back on. And we've got more about golf than we have about um, the, the incident. Now I'm not saying wow. that I'm not saying that enough wasn't done by the mayor. I, I'm not yeah, saying may, maybe I, it was don't, I don't know that. Maybe he yeah. was working behind the scenes.
0: Maybe he was working so diligently behind the scenes to help folks out that he didn't have time to take selfies and make Facebook posts. Again, I'm trying to be generous tonight and give Tommy the benefit of the doubt for what reason I don't really know.
1: But but look, it's not us that's asking the questions, but people are asking us questions about the response in Bossier, and they're pointing out the fact that, you know, when he ran against mayor Walker, he was critical of mayor Walker's response to water. And, you know, look, this was a natural disaster. What has his response been? I mean, was he fair to criticize? Um, was he fair to criticize, you know, and now here is this his test? (laughs)
0: Let's, uh, Laura Rexford makes a good point. Says Chris Smith was giving steady info out. So was, um, Hammonds, they were both posting fairly regularly and trying to give out updates and trying to get information out there on social media. That's a good point. Where's Tommy in all this? I mean, we make fun of him. I mean, he's damned if he does and damned if he doesn't, because we make fun of him if he posts too many selfies. But come on, Tommy, you could have at least been sharing a little more information. I don't know. I mean, that's literally one of the jobs you're kind of supposed to do.
1: Yeah, I mean, he can't He can't control Swepco and he can't control right. the linemen and how fast. I mean, I mean, good grief, Shady Grove, all the pecan trees. I mean, you know, you get power lines down that are lit up that are laying across somebody's chain link fence in the back. The next thing you know, you've got blocks of residential areas lit up with electricity. I mean, Tommy Chandler's got no concept of that. He can't do a, a daggone thing about it. I mean, but we don't know what meetings he had. We don't know what or whatever, but what we do know, the only thing we know is he had three posts and he had three posts that were kind of repetitive and he had more posts about golf than he did information about what was going on.
0: Yeah. Hey, so make sure uh, everybody who, may still be without electricity that when your electricity comes back up, you're able to get online and go donate to Tommy's campaign.
1: (laughs) Or go buy some golf
0: balls. Or Or, or go buy some golf balls. So anyway, uh, and Ryan Haygood says Chris Smith, we hadn't talked about Chris that much uh, lately, but Ryan Haygood says Chris Smith gets an A for, uh, at least an A for effort trying to put out some communications and so does uh brian Hammonds.
1: well i mean look chris is just trying to carry the water i mean he's yeah. just trying to <laughs> but i mean i uh, i don't know I, I guess he's i guess he's not too mad. cynical i guess he's not mad anymore i don't know
0: yeah that's a whole other point <laughs> y'all's bromances. No,
1: Look, I do I do have to admit I do have to admit Chris and Shane, the Sobo mafia down there right. they they were they're on top of it yeah they were on top of it. They were I saw I saw some stuff they were right. sharing a lot out and they were informing they are loyal to their Sobo people down there. I mean, they are and they're looking out for those people. the The only thing you know for Chris, Chris has got to reach more out to the Nobo people. He's got to – He's got. Yeah, a, he is an at-large you know, large councilman. He is an at-large councilman, and he's got to expand that reach up there. Um, y- you know, I mean, granted, I Nobo hat went without power. There was some of it that did, um, but I don't think it was hit as hard as South Bowser. And, and I don't and, know.
0: Did you see the line at the new Brookshire's on Airline Drive? The new one, you know, about halfway yeah. or whatever. Did you see the line? I did gasoline.
1: It's ridiculous.
0: Oh, it was between a quarter and a half a mile South on airline drive was where the line to get to the gas pumps was. I was like, I ain't waiting in that line.
1: Is it time to, I mean, should we, are we being, uh, making a mistake by not giving people counsel that in an event like this, you should be thinking conservation rather than spending burning gas to try to get gas right i mean folks sit tight i mean look you know turtle turtle don't don't get out when you start having chaos don't start getting out in the middle of it let all of the weak minds get out there and battle each other over all that crap and then when the dust settles then you come swoop in after they're all spent don't jump right in the middle of the fray unless you're a drama queen and you want to be up in the middle of it then by all means knock yourself out
0: yeah and, and full disclosure like i said earlier i did wait in line at kroger for about 30 or 45 minutes but you know that was the decision i had to make because i was well i had pulled like i said i pulled something out of my boat put my truck so i would have been fine but anyway we we're riding around the air conditioning anyway
1: all right hey i did i did see it let's throw hambone a bone i mm-hmm. mean i you know look I, I i'm still a little sore at him too but hambone was being articulate about what was going on I, I seen even something late last night he was asking people to notify notify him about whether or not you had power cut on or off or whatever he was all up in the middle of it i mean I don't know. Do we expect our politicians, you know, we're critical. We're being critical of Tommy a little bit. I mean, should our politicians be, you know, all up on social media trying to share information well, and all that?
0: It is the town square, and it's not like the old days when they would have to literally call or drive to visit their constituents or, or get on a TV station. We have mass media now, and our phones are rechargeable so yeah, it's but, a way to get communications out i mean i'm not saying they have to do it but it's kind of the norm
1: but but is it is it good judgment on our part to make ourselves being dependent on a stupid politician to inform us
0: no it's not for uh, for yeah. but i'll say this for the and this not st- to sound condescending to anybody, but for the average person who doesn't think about disasters and what could go on, for the average person, they look to their leaders and the politicians, you know, and the leaders in the communities to get the word out. And that's the way it's worked for a long time.
1: Oh, Larry Hawkins just pointed out something about brookchers, And look, I'm gonna tell you the brookchers family those are some amazing folks. And and I have been in a position, me and Kara and my kids to meet that family. And that th- those people, he said, Brooksers on airline had a massive 18 wheeler box trailer on the backside of their store, feeding the complex electricity. They stepped up and took care of the residents of North Bosier. Kudos to Brooksers.
0: Uh.
1: I'll tell you, that's the way the Brooksers family is. And, um, uh, I, I Well, I can't say enough about them, but I, that does not surprise me at all. Good people. Good people, good business, and our community should support them. I'm not slamming Bre- or Walmart or Sam's. They're a national organization. They made it good. But when we talk about supporting local, Brookshire's is one of those. They are local. They're, that, they're somebody that we should support.
0: Yeah, I think they're – aren't they headquartered out of Tyler?
1: I think so. Yeah, Yeah,
0: I think so. So anyway, uh, all right, good deal. So we're kind of rambling on about this and, you know, not trying to beat up Tommy too much in the administration. But again, I will reiterate that for most people, they look to their city leaders or governmental leaders in these type of situations. And some of them have been adequate and some of them may have been inadequate. All right. Moving on, the Cypress well, District meeting.
1: Oh, good grief. So, <laughs> but the good news is, folks, that if we had lost all water, we had backup water in
0: Oh yeah, the, the what Cypress the lake, District.
1: What the lake was originally designed
0: for, it was not designed for that park or that beach, and it was not designed for fishing. Those were parts of it, but its primary directive is... It's a reservoir. A reservoir oh, a of minute. what? A reservoir of water.
1: Wait a minute. I thought it was designed to enable Robert Berry to be the highest paid park director in the United States. That's what I thought. It was
0: well, I, apparently that's in the fine print of the original legislation somewhere.
1: Which brings another question Can anybody watching this show, and I see our numbers are climbing a little bit, you know, we're hitting 60 something now. Yeah. I'm just wondering hey how many folks were able to or or what benefit was this park with all these cabins and rv spots was that a benefit to anybody during this emergency it was during one of the hurricanes but i'm just wondering for all of you guys and and the people that are still suffering out there did the cypress district or the park was it of any benefit to you
0: yeah i mean maybe they did somebody let us know in the comments but did they have backup generators at the park and open the park and, you know, or open some of the cabins or let people get relief from the heat? I I don't know.
1: Did they? I I have no idea. I mean, but I will tell you, considering after that last meeting, I would have thought one of our police jury members would have been all over it. And maybe he was, maybe he wasn't. I don't know. All right.
0: So here's the way I want to, Go over this meeting. We're not going to go over every minute of it because it was an hour long. I have transcribed and it was an automated, well, semi-automated transcription. So full disclaimer, it's not a hundred percent accurate, blah, 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 you know, um, you know, take it that for what it's worth. But I did, was able to transcribe it. I also posted the transcription that anybody can download because it was an absolute circus. June the 13th, before the power outage, you know, before the great power outage. Um, but, oh, hold on. Wait a minute. Squirrel moment here. Renee Hall says, my daughter was camping during the storm and was asked to leave since they did not have power. She was camping at the Cypress Park. Is that, am I reading that correctly, Renee?
1: Hmm. No, wait a minute. If you're, if you're camping and you have electricity... From power does that quantify as camping <laughs> well
0: she didn't say whether she was rv camping or primitive camping or whatever renee says yes so apparently she was over at the park and asked to leave were they rv camping primitive camping do they even have the primitive spots open
1: wait a minute you know i know because that's been a criticism that we have heard is, oh, is that I... people in the past used to primitive camp over there yeah and i've then done it quite we're... a bit well, then when Robert Barry came along, there's no more primitive camping. You can't do that.
0: Yeah, that's like the majority of the camping. I've rented cabins there before from time to time, but primitive camping is, you know, with a tent and all that's mostly what I've done when I go camping.
1: How, I, I'm dying to know how could this board not understand primitive camping as old as these guys are and as, you know, old fashioned as they are, I mean, they're, they're it's, good old boy like i mean i think they have good old boy tattoos somewhere on their body it's probably under their sleeve somewhere how would they not know what primitive camping is
0: well i would argue that maybe it's not just tattoos maybe they have instead of white sheets we got to figure out what colored hoods they would wear (laughs) and what what they would actually burn in the nighttime because that's the equivalent of
1: Okay. Okay, that's going a little far. I got I got to call that one. I, that's out of bounds there. I I'm sorry. I can't go there, Rex. I disagree with you. I can't. I ain't saying you're wrong. I'm just saying I can't agree with you there. I can't. You
0: didn't say they belong to a three-letter organization of hatred and bigotry. I said they might have their own color hoods and their own things that they burn.
1: <sighs> anyway, <sighs> I may, they may have their zen moments they may Maybe they, so. I, they may I maybe mean, they
0: maybe they go out to the cypress park and maybe that's but, what some of these gatherings are they go out there and meditate on how to be good old boys
1: but i'll tell you if they do gary whites is the one leading the charge he's no doubt he's the one <laughs> it's
0: certainly not timid Walt.
1: <laughs> no 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 it's
0: oh, not oh man all right so let me hit play for a second here um and I got to make sure the audio is going to come through like it's supposed to, but I want to go to this. So again, I, for everybody and those of you that are listening to the podcast version, um, this is ha, this video has been released on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter. And I've got a link to a PDF file that has the transcript of this as well. Again, it's not 100% accurate, but I don't know, it's probably 90 plus percent accurate at least. So you can review that transcript but i'm going to go to this first section here which is basically where walt declares as president of the board that um well they're just not going to be interacting
1: uh andy monica says it's still camping guys are you kidding andy come on if you got an electric switch that's not camping
0: yeah i have nothing against going and camping uh, Going RVing and air conditioning, don't get me wrong, but to me, that's not camping. Camping is, let's go, no electric tent, you know, but that's just me.
1: Camping, I got a story to tell you. Remind me to tell you my story about Boy Scouts and the OA. Okay,
0: Boy Scouts and the OA. All right. Yep. So, back to here. Let me hit play for a second. Let's make sure the audio is going to work and hear what Walt has to say right off the bat
2: pertain to an agenda, item two. do not. I'm gonna let these people that aren't on the agenda speak, make a comment, three minutes, please. We won't be
0: interacting with you. We won't be interacting with you. Now, that's not the first time this board has said that. Typically their deal is, oh, we're not answering any questions. And you'll hear, hear folks refer to that if you watch the whole video. And uh, here's the irony though. The irony is they actually do answer questions and they actually do end up interacting. So I don't even know why Walt says that. I mean, it's just plain stupid, but I digress. All right. So, I, well,
1: the- I, I definitely could say something here, but I'm not going to say that. I was just sitting here. I was thinking of myself looking at the video and I'm like, why does Robert Berry have to sit over there to the side? Why, why is he not sitting right there beside Walt? Why, why is he not in Walt's seat? I mean, because, well, look, let's what? face it. Let's face it. He, he has the jock strap here. They're just the balls in the jock strap. I'm sorry. That's the truth.
0: Yeah. And Alex looks like she's bored to tears getting paid hundred Seventy five, hundred and eighty five, whatever the, the legal limit is to, to get paid for an attorney being there. Yeah, all well, right. So.
1: She's, she's sitting there saying, Hey, could you just give me my calculator so I can total up how much you're gonna pay me tonight? <laughs> exactly. And, I mean, look, that, that's all I wanna know.
0: Exactly. All right. So now let's move into uh the first um uh, person to comment and speak is Jason Matthews, and his is kind of kinda of interesting, so um I wanna play that one
3: i got to apologize. I, didn't, I thought we were just writing these comments down, but I'll make it quick. Basically, my understanding is the ruling came down on the situation with the president and the chairman, I'm not exactly sure, Mr. Barry's position on the board. And I would just like to say, I'd like for us to adhere to whatever the Louisiana Supreme Court ruling was on the matter, and make sure that uh, the board it aligns with that ruling. That's
2: all I have to
0: say. Thank you. Mm. <laughs> Gary why is like, Do we have to listen to this again?
1: (laughs) Well, I mean, interestingly, did you notice Robert Berry's response? Oh, well,
0: yeah, he just kind of, I don't even think he looked over there. Hey, a squirrel moment again. David Hall says they were told the park didn't have power for the septic pumps. Um, Hmm. Wonder where the septic effluent goes. Well, take a wild guess, David.
1: There's stories about the management of the septic uh, effluent reservoirs out there. But, I mean, again, you got Robert Berry on the case, so I guess whatever he says is the way it was dealt with is the way it was dealt with. But we will see how it really was ultimately, maybe. We'll see. Depends on how the court goes.
0: Yeah. All right. So next commenter, and I'm not going to go through every comment, I promise you folks, because again, I've got the whole dadgum thing posted and it's been shared around and uh, and all that. So but I do want to also play this first comment from Jeff Smith, because he's a uh, contractor that does work on, I guess, boathouses, seawalls, things like that around the lake and apparently does a good job. He's a pretty popular guy. A lot of people were in support of him here. And I gotta say, Philip Rogers didn't really do Jeff any favors by setting him up to potentially get sued from the by the Cypress border, more specifically by the Ares and Shelton law firm. But let's let's hear from Jeff Smith real quick. I've been to
2: the houses out here, and uh, I was informed that I can no longer do it, and uh, I just wanted to know. What changed in this time frame?
0: Now, interestingly, it never was clarified, I don't think, during the meeting, who informed him that he couldn't do it. The assumption is it was Robert Berry that told him he couldn't, no, could no longer do work here. And there's some some back and forth discussion, you know, for several minutes. And I, I really encourage folks to go listen to this whole video. You know, when you're bored and driving around looking for gasoline or something like that, listen to it, um, because it's pretty revealing here, but he was told apparently by somebody that he could no longer do work out there. From
2: happy plenty of work to I can't do it anymore. And I called the office. I to Berry, who won't even call Mr. Barry. was gonna call me back. I called the cell phone. He has to call me back. So, am I allowed to do work under $7,500, or am I allowed to do work at all? I, that's my question. I know what the rules say, but if I have to have a permit and he doesn't want to give me a permit, where where do I go from there? Like I said, we're not gonna answer your question. You Listen understand? to this. I'll tell you, I'll get back with you somewhere or another, okay? We're not going to do it here today in this
0: open meeting. Did you hear what he said? We're not going to do it here today in this open meeting.
1: we, We don't, we're not going to answer any questions. We'll get back with you some way or another. Basically, we're not accountable. We will let you know on our terms how, if, and, or what. Right. Right? Isn't that what he said? Pretty much.
0: And they're not going to do it in an open meeting. And I did ask them at the end and well, we'll We'll get there. Yeah. We'll get there in a minute. All right. So let me, I'm going to, I'm scrolling on down and kind of looking through the, um, the notes. Uh, Let's see here. So let's jump ahead to the, because they went through a couple of standard, you know, agenda items or whatever that we're not really concerned about for the show. But let's jump ahead to the new business, and which is the discussion of the Boathouse Permit and Philip Rogers. And that was kind of a, a good little intro there that you did earlier on uh, asking about Robert Berry and where he's seated. Because what do you think happens in just a minute? I mean, you were I, there. I,
1: I think that seat got kind of hot. Hmm. Let's take a look and listen.
2: Consideration of compliance with boathouse house permit issues, Mr. Philip Rogers, 368 Merritt Road. Mr. Baby, this time, under the circumstances, I will refuse myself and not attend any comments. So I'll walk outside. Okay.
0: So- <laughs> How chicken shit is that? I'm just going to say it. <laughs>
1: Well, what I mean, well, is is it chicken shit? I mean, what was he going to do sit there and vote on the action that he had taken? I mean, you know, there's laws He could have he
0: couldn't
1: there, There's yeah, but, laws and things that prevent people from, you know.
0: I'm not saying he had to sit vote. there and vote. It's chicken shit that he walked outside to get out of the hot seat and out of the line of fire from what's about to transpire in the rest of this meeting. Because <laughs> I'll give Philip a little credit where it's due now that it's going to eat into his pocketbook, apparently above his $5,000 limit. Philip's all hot and bothered about this situation and likely should be. I mean, he literally dared the heirs law firm. Well, to wait sue. a
1: minute. We, but We, you, but you, we, gotta, Mary, we, we can't go there. We can't go there yet because people watching the show don't have the context yet of why uh, we're saying on Philip either way. But. We're gonna get there. You're you're jumping. You're so eager. You're just jumping way ahead. But
0: anyway, so here he goes. (laughs) The record so it
2: can be clearly heard, Mr. Barret. He's leaving the room.
0: Elvis has left the building.
2: Uh. (laughs) That's just.
0: (laughs) Let's listen to that whole scenario again. Hold on. Maybe this time, under
2: the circumstances, I will refuse myself and not attend any comments made on anything. outside. Okay. And so <clears> the <throat> record so it can be clearly heard, Mister. Barry is leaving the room. <laughs> That's
1: just. <laughs> I don't even know I, what to say. I I don't I don't either. I mean. I mean, it, it, and I, I mean, was there. You were there. Is this some kind of ethical thing? Is that is that what we're talking it, about here? Is oh, now he, now he's trying to be ethical. Is this is this supposed to be a a show of ethics?
0: I I don't know what it's supposed to be. I mean, let us know in the comments what what y'all think. Now, I agree that. He shouldn't. He should recuse himself from voting on anything concerning this permit, obviously. But he didn't have to leave the room.
1: Maybe he was going to phone a friend. Eh, whatever. Uh, I, okay. Keep uh, going.
0: Okay. Uh, I'm just gonna hit play. Uh, I
2: think what I'll do is say what I have to say, and then let like these other folks. Take a comment and then Philip you can chime in okay. sure. first of all thank you for being here to discuss this the history on this boathouse mr rogers came to the board uh, back in september of 21. uh he his properties in the shallow part of the lake, and he needed, he wanted his clubhouse to be out further, try to reach into the water. Uh, he requested to exceed the 100-foot line that Mr. Barry can approve. So he
0: had to come before the hey, pool. Hold on, let me pause it. You heard what he said right there, that the 100-foot line that Mr. Barry can approve.
1: That's what he said. Okay. I, I, I caught it.
2: it. Yeah. Fourteen of uh twenty twenty-one. We discussed it. I actually made the motion somehow or another we came up with 135 feet. Mm-hmm. I made the motion to allow this. Mr. Fowler second unanimously passed. Uh on June the first of 2022, Mr. Rogers took out a permit. Paid all the necessary fees, submitted plans, and we think everything's great. Recently there's been some complaints about the length of Mr. Bryford's boathouse. So we went out there to check it out.
0: Butter- all right, let me stop right there for a <laughs> second. To kind of to kind of break up the monotony a little bit too. Um
1: well, who is the- we?
0: Yeah, who who, it, who is we? Well, the board about,
1: or Robert Barry?
0: You're about to find out. Apparently, more of the board, because Robert had, according to multiple witnesses, been out there many, many times, basically on this whole project. Um, but I guess so, Walt and them decided to go see for themselves.
2: The house is
0: 225 feet. So. So he wanted to exceed the 100 foot that Robert Barry, you heard Walt say, Robert Barry can approve. Okay. And that, that's kind of a critical piece of information there. He, they approved it for, I think he said, 165 feet. They went out there to measure it. And Phillips done built a boathouse out there 225 feet.
1: Well, Philip had to correct him or he had to correct Fowler to to point out the fact that no, you didn't approve 135 feet. You're you're not articulating it correctly. You actually approved 160 something 60. feet. Yeah. yeah that that was actually what you approved. But playing devil's advocate here, there's a hell of a lot of difference between 135, 165, and 225 feet. There's yeah. a lot of difference. And if I'm the board, you know what? I got to tell you, I might have to agree with them. I'm going to take issue with, if I approve 165 foot and you build it, 225 feet. I mean, yeah. same I mean, reason. You look, didn't do I, what you told me you was going to do.
0: I have to agree with you, and oddly enough, I agree, I think, like you do on principle with the board raising this, is, this issue. You're right, absolutely right. They approved him for whether well, it was 135, 160, whatever, and he builds it on out to 225. So the question is I mean, and I think they asked him at one point in here, why did he build it out that far? And it's basically, you know, did he think nobody was going to notice? Well, but. <clears throat> One of the board members was involved in this process the whole time. And therein lies the the challenge.
1: The whole time. And Philip, ding, ding, ding. You know, in preparation for your case, the president of the board right there just said over 100 feet, Barry, what? Was that intentional? My question is, was it intentional or was it not? Is this this pre-planned and organized?
0: Man. So there, there's lots of little nuggets in this in this uh, video in this meeting. Once you sit down and listen to it, you know carefully. All right, so let's let's continue on for a minute.
2: So that's not what we approved. I hope we can get something worked out, but we have to have this meeting. So at this time. These three
0: gentlemen plus Miss Hall. Two gentlemen and Miss Hall, would you like to make the comments? All right, so I'm going to pause it right there. So, and another, another thought that's occurred to me is, you know, I, obviously they knew they were exceeding the 160 or 165, whatever it is, line. What specifically made Philip think he could build it that far over? It's not like he went over a foot.
1: Yeah. What, what, what possessed him a, a licensed, you know, contractor, what gave him the idea that he could, you know, vary from specs. And again, here we see, you know, the Cypress district calling people who had filled out a card saying that they wanted to speak again, they're having to speak. At the beginning of the debate, before there's any debate on the issue, and say whatever they want to say before having knowledge of what is going to be debated on that issue, or what's said, or what have you. This is—it's what I said. Before the horse. Yeah, I mean, and they do this intentionally so that you speak and you speak to an issue and you're uninformed on the issue especially, and they were having the benefit of what would transpire during this open meeting. You know, it is, in my opinion, a, um, I don't, I don't know how to describe it. You know, I'm, I'm I'm, I'm a bunch sure of it's, morons. The, it's the heirs law firm telling them to do it that way so I that you can't know. get caught by these people or have these people question you, you know, or if Man. you make a mistake, right. All right, let's continue on.
4: You want me to let first?
2: I'd like to start. Please keep it for three minutes, Renee. Okay.
4: Um, my name is Renee Hall. I live at 482 Merritt Road. And um, it was my understanding that there is a um, pipeline that runs, and I know there is because it runs next to my house just down the street. And in my opinion, I think that it needs to be farther out. Because of the danger of that, it's not very deep. Uh, I've talked to uh, Mr. Morgan. He doesn't have a problem with it. The, the thing I don't understand is why did he wait a year? Why wasn't Mr. Barry keeping an eye on it when it was under construction? And why was Mr. Barry on the barge with the contractor, allowing it to happen?
0: Ah, very good question, Renee. So it wasn't like Philip went out there and built this thing over the course of a weekend and nobody knew that he had gone out 225 feet.
1: So Renee Hall's question is, is why wasn't Mr. Barry out there doing what he was doing now? Since I was at this meeting with you, Rex, and and I know exactly what transpired. If she had been able to, state or ask or, you know, say her piece after the debate between the principals, which was the Cypress District and Philip Rogers on this issue, her statement or questions would have been different. I suspect her questions would have been, why did Mr. Berry approve Philip Rogers to do what he did, which was not in compliance with what you voted on to approve. Why did he do that? Then there would have had to have been discussion. There would have had to have been debate and the public would have known more about what was transpiring out there, which answers the question of why they make people put their statements ahead of the debate so that they don't have to face the public. There's no transparency. That's why they do it.
0: Yeah, but you're also assuming, and there I go using that word again, uh, that they would have actually taken the context of her question and used it as the seed for discussion and debate. They've already told us that they weren't going to interact. They've already told us that they weren't going to answer questions, which they do sometimes when it's to their benefit. And look, let's let's be clear here. There's nothing in the law that states that a government body has to respond to public comments they just have to allow them right so
1: and and her comments would have been completely different had she had the benefit of being able to comment after the debate rather than being forced to comment before the debate you know it's the difference in being informed and having to be speculative And they force you to be speculative because they want to hide things from the public and not allow the public to be informed and to know what's going on. That's the bottom line. I would
0: agree. Uh, Let's see here. A couple of comments. Uh, Barry allowed it for favors. And now Barry is getting retribution for non-favors cut and dry. That's according to Andy Monica. Can't really disagree with that. Greg Bell says, note to self, always put, variations authorized in fine print and uh, <laughs> your hey lovely good. your lovely bride says reminds me of the way the school board conducts their meetings and haygood says <laughs> our good friend ryan haygood says philip probably got special treatment oh you think but after the supreme court came back and the police jury could no longer support barry barry retaliated
1: well, that's, a, that's an amazing word, retaliation, because I think we're going to hear that again in a little while.
0: Yeah. All right, here we go. Okay. Yeah.
2: Um,
4: I don't understand why these things come up a year later and it's not being watched. And then you say, okay, you're in trouble. We got you. I
0: mean, are you going to sue them too? That- <laughs> <laughs> so, Renee, I can answer your question. Yes. It's that simple. You have the most litigious law firm in this part of the country backed by taxpayer dollars. Well, of course they're going to file a suit.
1: and Law Firm, a upstanding law firm that will take taxpayer dollars at you know, drop of a whim.
0: Hey, did you notice who was sitting right there?
1: Well, you know, I was going to point out earlier that this was a who's who of uh, politics in Bossier Parish at this meeting. Um, you know, you've got the parish administrator, uh, Butch Ford, right there. Yeah.
0: Interesting. Maybe he maybe owns a place on the lake. I don't know. Maybe.
1: maybe I'm, so. I mean, but that was not the only, you know. Uh, person from a department or other other governmental uh, agency, you know, present at this meeting. There were there were countless others present, but yeah. that ain't the story tonight. So we'll keep rolling.
0: All right, and Renee says, "Well, our suit cost taxpayers over a hundred thousand dollars." All right, so here we go. I mean, you can't keep
4: doing this. Somebody needs to be responsible when you say. This is what it needs to be. Somebody go out there and keep an eye on it. Make sure that it's what it is. Just like we were approved, and yet nobody told us, come before the board and get your permit. We weren't told that, even by the attorneys. That, just don't keep doing this. It's not right to the people. It's not right to the taxpayers that they keep paying legal fees that don't need to happen because you can talk as human beings and as reasonable people. Figured it out. I don't think it's fair for these people for you to bring them in here now and say, Okay, you're in trouble. We got you. I mean, are you going to do the $20,000 penalty because nobody kept an eye on it? You just. Okay. Sorry.
0: I am too. All right. So, Renee brings up another good point. So, Renee and David had to pay, I think it was a $20,000 fee to the Cypress board to settle their suit or whatever. Um, and that pretty much kind of sets the standard. Now I think Renee and them, Renee, you can correct me in the comments. They were like only, it was a few feet of the deck or whatever up by their house, not even over the water. And that was a $20,000 ordeal. Phillips 225 feet out uh let's see uh 80 well, something well- feet over what they were gonna allow him so this is gonna get in Phillips' pocketbook pretty good
1: well if this is by the foot, i mean good grief robert barry will be funded for the next 20 years to be the director out there right
0: <laughs> exactly my point <laughs> hmm. very interesting okay so <laughs> let me let me see where i'm at in the the comments here um Let's see. Uh, There was one from uh, Phil Lott that I wanted to do. Give me just a second. Let me find it. Okay. So there were several comments. Again, I'm not going to play everything, but this was one from Phil Lott, and uh, it's referring to the ability to do business on the lake. And before I play that, looky there, Duke.
1: Who is that? Looks like one Rutten buck from Bossier City making money left and right. He, I, 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 I'm telling you, I, 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 I know it in my heart. He was trying to get, you know, that public-private partnership going up here to manage the, uh, you know, cabins. I, I'm confident because just think of what, think of what Manchat could have done with this storm. How, what they could have done with the cabins out there. Oh yeah. I mean, yeah. gosh, they could have made no a kidding. killing.
0: Could have made a killing. You're kind of kind of off his game there a little bit. All right. So
1: but he me... didn't say nothing. He didn't say nothing. No. So D- didn't
0: yeah. say a word. All right. So let's continue on. Let's listen to Phil Lott's comments here. And again, I encourage everybody to go watch the whole video.
2: i trying to get a seawall company approved. And the hardest part is to find a contractor. The contractors have been They've left the lake because it's too difficult to do business. There's maybe three that you can draw from and a hundred-mile radius, or the less. And and Mister Jeff Smith was going to do my bunkhouse. I've been waiting for two and a half years in general, talking to different contractors, and I'm in line for Jeff to do the work. And I just found out two days ago that he possibly cannot do the work. And so
0: now, again. You know, I'm jumping the uh, shark a little bit or jumping the gun a little bit here, but there was some clarification, actually, after some ridiculous discussion on statutes. But there was some clarification on how the contractor system works or is supposed to work out there on Cyprus and Black Bay. You know, that's apparently not the way it's been going under the dictatorship of Robert Barry.
1: Well, so I I don't know. Was there clarification or was there not clarification? Because I got to tell you, the the high-powered law firm from Shreveport there, uh, I didn't get the warm and fuzzy about what they said, but I'm biased. You know, I, I know they're just trying to make money, but she, to Philip Rogers' credit, and you'll see it here in a little bit, he forced her to read the whole damn thing out, and he should have went a step further and made her acknowledge that she was wrong, in my humble opinion, but he didn't. Um, I, I, I got to tell you, I, I don't think this whole thing is clear. In fact, I think, and I say this, that if you live on Black Bayou or Cypress, and in the past years, uh, and you've had a run-in with Barry or the Cypress District, and, you know, you've been steered one way or other and it didn't work out and it costs you money or a loss. I think you may have grounds to be a part of a class action lawsuit. Maybe, maybe not. I, I, I know there's some discussion about that because the board here ends up acknowledging they're wanting to have their cake and eat it too. And they can't do it both ways.
0: They got to pick a side.
1: Yeah, yeah, and you'll see what I'm talking about here in a second. So if you're in that class, you want to pay attention to the rest of this.
0: Yeah, here we go. Let's hear from Philip Rogers.
5: What needs to be said, and we'll just go from there, if you look on your plan there, it shows 160 feet that we approved off the bank. And then that was on top of the gas lane. The gas company would not let us put a boat out within 20 foot of that gas lane. There wouldn't probably be a reason to spend $100,000 on a boathouse, you know, putting a half of water. So, Mr. Berry talked to Mr., my neighbor, and we went to stride from boathouse to boathouse. Jeff was there. We put the pile in line with the two boathouses. Mr. Berry was there. The day the grove said it was fine.
0: Critical point. Barry was there the day that they drove the piling and said it was okay.
1: Director, director of the park, board member board who member. approves, was there, present. They drew a tape, strung it across, had the machine lined up to drive the pylon. Robert Barry standing right there says, knock yourself out. It's good. Go ahead. You're good to go.
0: Now, I want to bring up another point, too, and this has been raised in, I can't remember if it was emails or comments or whatever. Um, Apparently, Robert Berry is not just the executive director of the park, he's apparently the executive director of the board, even though there's no such position, because he's the one that runs around and enforces all this stuff, for lack of a better term. And he does it under the auspices of being the executive director, but that's of the park. What does the park have to do with Philip Rogers or anybody else's boathouse out in the lake?
1: Well, the thing is, of all the people that are on this board, I think there's only one individual that actually lives on the lake and gives a damn about the people that actually live on the lake. From, well, um, wait a minute. I can't believe I just said that 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 individual gives a damn about the people because he doesn't give a damn about the people on the lake. He doesn't, but there's only one of them that can say he lives on the lake and understands it. But I can tell you, he is a rubber stamp for Robert Berry, Bigby, White, all the rest of them. He's a rubber stamp for them. And, and there is no representation for anybody that lives on the lake. Basically, if you live on the lake, you're a surf, to these one, two, three, four, five individuals. That's that, that's what it is. You're a subject, period. All right,
0: let's proceed on.
5: I don't know what the problem. Now, my opinion is that I'm very disappointed in this board for even having this meeting. My second thought is I cannot believe, I cannot believe as a police jury. If you would bring me here and put me in front of this
0: board. You heard what he said. So he's right at that point in this conversation, he is there representing the police jury because that's well, how he introduced know. himself.
1: I don't know if he's there. Well, he did say as a member of the police jury, I don't know. He if that's says what he right there, there,
0: I but... cannot believe as a police juror that you would bring me here.
1: But, now, but I realize I mean, he's there for his individual
0: boathouse.
1: Should he be treated any different?
0: Apparently, because he's a police juror, he should. And, and why would he be treated different as a police juror? Could it be that he just turned a blind eye to all the complaints over the years about Robert Barry? Well, I he literally, know. that's one of the issues he campaigned on?
1: Maybe. Maybe he will address that, but... I mean, should he be treated any different? Should he have to come before this board or not for a question regarding something pertaining to his? I, I don't know. I know the answer from um, I know the answer, but, I mean, <laughs> I know the answer, but I'm, I'm trying to prompt people to comment.
0: <laughs> exactly. Inquiring minds would like to know. Okay, let's continue on.
5: Because a robber is retaliating against me for the police are not him. Hey
0: wait a minute, did they actually in an open meeting somewhere decide that they're right. not going to reappoint him? I,
1: I heard that word retaliating earlier from somebody. Could you play that again, Rex? I think we should play that part again and let folks listen close. If y'all are sitting in the back, turn your TV down or whatever you're listening to. Turn it down and listen close right here to this comment.
0: The one Philip just made? Yep. All right, I'm going to back us up a few seconds, so here we go. My second thought is, I cannot believe,
5: I cannot believe as a police jury that you would bring me here and put me in front of this board because a robber is retaliating against me.
0: Retaliating against me.
1: You've got a police juryman sitting here at the Cypress District Accusing the Cy- the Cypress District Executive Director and a board member of retaliating against him for, you know, him not going along with reappointing him to the board out there at the Cypress District.
0: And he's doing it in an open meeting, absolutely on the record. Hmm. Keep going. All right, here we go.
5: For the police jury not re him, For the Supreme Court to rule he is in violation. This jury, my jury that I'm on, has stood beside Robert three court cases and listened to all these people in my
0: district. All right, I want to hold it right there. (laughs) (laughs) Philip. you can't have it both ways, buddy. You have said on more than one occasion including at a friend of Cypress, uh, friends of Cyprus Black Bayou, or friends of Black Bayou meeting, whatever. Uh, you said it that you only had half a dozen people or whatever the number was complain. You said it during the recent meeting with Renee and David Hall and with Doug Rimmer there, you said, Oh, you hadn't had that many complain. Now the truth is when you and I were driving around talking about your campaign, we discussed this extensively, but you need to get your story straight, Philip. Did you have to listen to people or not?
1: Well, what I'm going to tell you is—is is, uh, I mean, Philip may be right. I'm going to play devil's advocate. Philip may be right. He may not have been hearing, but from just a half a dozen, because I can tell you, after the first conversation I had with Philip regarding the Cypress District. I realize it was a wasted cause and even expending air from my lungs to talk to him about it because he was well, a rubber stamp for Robert Barry. It wasn't you, nothing going to change.
0: You you do realize we have written proof that there were more complaints about that that was literally uh, handed to
1: Philip. Oh w- without a doubt, but okay. but here again, I mean, here- Here again, here is the thing. Here is the thing. And it goes back to the police jury playbook. It's you always blame somebody else. And Philip just said part of the playbook, the playbook, we have stood behind you through three lawsuits, and they're throwing the towel in. The Supreme Court has done put their foot down and they told basically, I remember at the little the little church in Benton. The little church in Benton, Phillips saying, Y'all don't know what you're talking about. Philip Hall saying, Philip Philip not Philip Hall. Phillip saying, y'all don't know what you're talking about. Well, guess what? Apparently we do know what we're talking about because the Supreme Court agreed with us and said he's dual office holding.
0: Well, not, it's not, not politically.
1: The ADC, not the police jury. None of them jack wagons would stand with us. But now, when it arrives on somebody's front doorstep, oh, well, we're it's gonna, no longer stand with you.
0: It's no longer politically expedient for Philip to stand with his old pal, Robert Barry, and that board. Make no mistake about it. This is the only reason that this whole deal is going on is, as philip said robert and the board are retaliating and it's no longer politically expedient for philip to stay on their side the law be damned remember yeah. patrick jackson famously asked we're going to have to see if the uh, uh, attorney general is correct not if he's fought fa- not if robert berry and the board is following the law if the attorney general is correct
1: yeah, we're going to see if the attorney general is correct. And oh, by the way, Patrick, that's going to be your next governor. That attorney general, that's who you're talking about.
0: Yeah, that guy. All right. Here we go. I've had to listen
5: to you, but the jury has stamped behind you, okay? The Supreme Court has ruled he will not be reappointed in the July.
0: Notice that the police jury didn't stand behind their constituents, and you're right, Renee, it was 500-plus signatures that literally we handed and emailed to the police jury. Over 500 constituents, but yet they want to stand with Robert Barry. Why? And so that's the big question in all this. Why? Now... Duke, you and I kind of know why, and we've alluded to that on the show several times. But that's the question for you folks in the comments. But why do start- they stand with Robert Barry and that Cypress board over their constituents?
1: What is it with all of our political government that they all got to back each other? They all got to cover each other. They got to back. Remember, Juliana Parks, you're not going to get me to talk about my friends. Your friends, I thought your friends were the constituents who elected you. You know, there needs to be discourse in government. There needs to be debate. There needs to be disagreement. You need to argue. It doesn't mean you don't have to be friends. You know, look, after this meeting, you and I came walking out of the meeting. Philip was standing out there. He didn't want no part of me and you. He took off off and didn't want to speak to us. Same thing as the parish attorney. I mean, I mean, not the parish attorney, the parish administrator, Butch Ford. He took off. He didn't want to be a co- part of a conversation with any of us. Why? Is it because we called them out, both of them, on things that they should have been called out for? Here's the thing. Don't do stupid crap that you shouldn't have to be called out for in the first place. And if you're mad exactly at us correct. for freaking calling you out, the problem's on you, buddy it is not on us. Yeah, you we're we're not wrong.
0: we're not making any of this up. I mean, we do offer our opinions and commentary on the on the issues, but like here's the video. Yeah. We're not making any of this
1: up. The the fact that Butch Ford lived in Caddo and claiming homestead then jumped his homestead exemption to li- to claim Bozier so that he could get a voter registration in Bozear to say he's a parish minister. I mean, good grief, man. I mean, you're creating, you're creating law to enable yourself to, you know, go around the rules that were set in place. And then you're going to be mad because we're calling it out and pointing it out, (laughs) making people understand what you did. I mean, you're the one that's got the problem. You're the one that needs to have introspection and look in the mirror. You need to look at what you're doing and say, you know what? That ain't right. And if it and if you. In your heart, you may not say it out loud, but in your heart, if you look in the mirror and you know that it's not right, you know what? You might just be a good old boy. You Hmm. you might have your answer right there.
0: Maybe so. All right, so let's continue on because here in a minute, Philip drags Shelly, the uh, I guess she's the secretary and whatever, uh, drags her into this conversation. So here we go.
5: So y'all know that, okay? Now, that's all I got to say about the thing. If y'all don't find me, do whatever y'all do, put it in paper, and we'll take it to the courts. But I'm
0: getting and that, that At that point right there is the first time that he basically asks them and dares them, almost double-dog dares them, to sue him. Be careful what you wish for, Philip.
5: Exactly what Robert did. If y'all ain't going to pay attention, that ain't my business. I met Robert and Shelley out there two months ago. Talking about extending my seawall. And what did Robert say? Just go ahead and build it. We'll take care of it. It's fine. No, Robert, I'll pay another permit because I don't want to be accused of something that I did wrong. Shelley, was you there?
1: Is that what Robert
5: told me? I don't remember exactly. You don't have to remember. I remember. Go ahead and do it, Philip. As long as JT's good with it, we're good with it. And let me tell you something. I think it's pretty horrible. That somebody on this board would call Mike Morgan and ask him a year later, a year later, if he got a complaint with my vote But I did call him, and I asked him, Mike, do you got a problem with my
0: vote So I got a question there that just occurred to me. Why would the board call Mike Morgan as Phillip's neighbor and ask him if he has a problem with it? I mean, either they're pissed off about him going over the footage well, that they allowed or not. Well,
1: Okay, well, Rex, as you know, we got a set of rules out here. You know, you got you got to have rules. If you don't have rules, the animals rule. So we got a set of rules out here. Now, this rule is not in black and white and written nowhere, but but it's a rule. If your neighbors, you know, if one of them has a problem with it, you can't do it. Now, it's not written nowhere. Oh, but sorry, you know,
0: but I I should have read the unwritten rule.
1: You should have, see, the. Yeah, okay. I mean, and you need to refer to Robert Berry to get that unwritten rule and, you know, see that, that would okay. be the failure of okay. his name. My, my
0: apologies, I, I should have read
1: the unwritten rule. Exactly, all right. No, Ooh. sir,
5: I've never had a problem with your that I asked a question a year ago, why not was so far out. Mr. Berry explained to me there was a 48 inch gas line and that's where it needed to be. And I answered the phone, and I ended the phone call with, "Thank you, sir. I appreciate it." Now that's that's the way he answered my service, and he said he'd be glad to write an email to any one of y'all. So I'm writing J.P. Watson's line of sight to the lake, but J.P. he don't have a problem with it because you know what? There's a 48-inch gas main there. Now, if y'all are going to call me here and and do this, I'm ashamed that y'all are on this call. Just to be honest. I really am. Walt, I just don't understand how y'all could justify staying behind Robert after the Supreme Court is ruled being in violation.
0: So now we're switching from the 225 feet and the whole issue to why are y'all standing with Robert now? Now, not too long ago... Philip was all gung ho about, well, we got to, you know, let the, let the courts rule and blah, blah, and, and stand behind Robert. He literally said that earlier in this meeting.
1: Look, mate, it, it's probably because Walt, some friends of Walt got free, you know, RV or cabin tickets or spots or free boat stickers or something like that. I mean, look, you just don't know the power of free cabins. Free RV spots, you know, or free boat stickers—you just don't know. And well, the,
0: if it was the, some of Walt's friends, that may not be so bad. Now, of course, hypothetically speaking, if it were some elected officials or elected judges or anything like that, hypothetically speaking, that would be a real issue. That's like an ethics violation, isn't it? And that well, against well, I
1: mean. I mean, the the, the the limits of all of the free stuff that goes out there for people, I mean, you just hypothetically, I mean, good grief, it would almost limit you as to what you could do. I mean, Robert would almost basically have control. I mean, maybe he would need to walk out of the room and then afterwards he could look at the video and say, okay, this is what you're going to do. After yeah. I seen all of this, this is what but you're going to do. That- could that be
0: the reason that the police jury and other elected officials have stood behind Robert Barry through three court cases when the law is in black and white and crystal clear?
1: Could that okay. be the okay. reason? Okay, but hypothetically, that doesn't explain the situation with Philip Rogers. I mean, Philip Rogers got a sweetheart deal on some property, ninety-nine year lease kind of stuff. I mean, well, but yet, but Philip, look. Philip, Philip is out here throwing the gambit down, and he's got the parish president or you know, police or administrator sitting two rows back behind him to support him.
0: Well, look, normally I don't defend Philip Rogers these days, but I will share one of the conversations that, and I've shared it before on the show that Philip and I had driving around for his campaign videos and all that was, he, he told me straight up. He said, look, you're probably going to hear about the 99 year lease that I got and the sweetheart deal and all that, that property is not valuable except making sure that it drains properly and all that into the lake. So in full disclosure, it's not like they gave him a whole lot to build a house on, but, but regardless they did.
1: You never told me that.
0: No, I've said it actually on the show before.
1: Well, I must not have been paying attention, but you never told me that. I'm just, I'm just saying, honestly, you never told me that, but I did learn that. And we've talked about that, but you never told me that, that he disclosed that with you.
0: Yeah, he did. Well, I may not have said he disclosed it with me, so...
1: Yeah, because you just said that, but you're, you're yeah. holding out on me. No, yeah. Oh, there's good. lots of stuff we discussed. Good grief. I'm learning stuff even here.
0: Yeah. Uh, Renee Hall had a good comment, says, the question is, what was going on in those cabins? Hmm. <sighs> well Gosh, we- Renee, what could have been going on in those cabins?
1: I don't know that we could ever know because... I mean, Robert Berry brought a new IT person in out there to go through all the computers and stop yeah. access to, to all the computers.
0: I mean, and gosh, they they could have destroyed some evidence before any three-letter agencies got off their laurels and went out there to check it out.
1: But I'm sure Gary White and Walt Bigby are well informed on all of that. They they probably are very knowledgeable and. So everybody that got all those free cabins and boat stickers, y'all got nothing to worry about. You can trust that everything was as good good as gold. So, I mean, if, if you're a judge or if you're a law enforcement person or, you know, you're a public servant in any way and you got one of those freebies, you're all good. You ain't got to worry about nothing.
0: So, a couple of comments. Greg Bell says, dang, just realized they're going to be in court Thursday and not tomorrow. There's apparently some movement and a court appearance in the Barry case, uh, I guess, Thursday now, if that's correct, Greg. Ryan Haygood says, does a video exist asking for a friend? Well, at this point, we can say we don't know if the video exists anymore.
1: (laughs) Well, I do know of one video that exists.
0: Well, yeah, the video of the backhoe. I mean, you literally shot the video and we I showed it on the shot, show.
1: Yeah, I literally shot that video, but...
0: Well, let's yeah, leave it at that.
1: We'll stop there. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, look, when if you put a video out there of a guy using equipment that is allegedly the park's equipment on his private property nobody files an ethics complaint, no elected official that appoints people to this board takes any action or even asks a question or says a thing about it. What does that tell you? Uh, We can can just put the information
0: out there, folks. We're not the team world police here. We're just putting the information out there.
1: We're, We're the two guys that can be blamed for making it public and people be mad at us. I mean, that's fine. These folks ain't paying my bills. They're not. I mean, I like a lot of these people. They can be mad at me. I don't care. If you're doing stupid crap, that's on you. It's not on me that you're mad at me. That's on you for doing stupid crap, not me. All
0: right, here we go. And I
5: had a meeting with several people
1: and told Robert what
5: was going to happen and you know what he does? He wants to
0: go to the lawyers and talk about this. There's nothing to talk about. The jury has made a decision. What? What meeting was that at?
1: He wants to go through the lawyers. I mean, why does he want to go through the lawyers? Because he knows the taxpayers are freaking paying for it.
0: And then just drag it on out. But here's the quote from Philip. You see it right there at the 2017 mark. The jury has made the decision he will not be reappointed when did the police jury make that decision because they've accepted his application i'm not saying they're going to reappoint him but they have accepted his application for reappointment well that was stated I'm, by none other than Doug Rimmer
1: i'm sure i'm sure that they had some committee meeting that they discussed it that's how things and decisions get made they have these com- Meetings. The meetings and nobody, before the meetings. The meetings. Yeah, and nobody's there. But either way, he's acknowledging that they've all come to an agreement. I mean, I look, tax ran Rimmer. I mean, I think Doug, I mean, I think, you know, I think, I really do think Doug Rimmer's probably a good guy. I think he is. He I know Matt Pollard's falling over his grave. He probably is a good guy, but I think he's <laughs> done got long in the tooth and he doesn't know what he says from one oh, day to the next, just like r- we. We showed Ta- that.
0: Taxman Rimmer is a straight-up opportunist. That's that's the best way to describe
1: it. But I raised this issue about Robert Berry at a PEC meeting, I don't know how many years ago, and Juliana and uh, Rimmer was having none of it. They wouldn't know. Uh-uh. We we need to wait and see how things turn out. Well, <laughs> Guess what? We know how things have turned out.
5: Bar. All right. Here we go. He will not be reappointed. And I can't believe he would have the guts to put his resume into reappoint for this job.
0: Oh, so he just confirmed what Doug Rummer told us at the David and Renee meeting not too long ago. Hmm.
5: It's sickening to me that I've been listening to this for three and a half years since I've been on this jury, and we have stood behind y'all. This.
0: He's been listening to what, Philip? What have you been listening to? Oh, all the complaints from your constituents and the other constituents of other police jury members. Hmm, maybe that's what you've been listening to, Philip. Again, you can't have it both ways. Either you get the complaints or you're not.
1: So for three and a half years, we have, I mean, have we been? I don't know. How long have we done this show? I mean, but I know since we've done this show. Year three. Yeah. we've railed against the cypress district i mean are we being justified as being right can mm. can we assume that mm. good point
0: point. 150 <laughs> something shows into it all right here we go
5: and this is what y'all put for
2: retaliation
1: with pro quo is oh that what they're supposed to do philip <laughs> Did you, did you hear White? Let's talk about your... He's done had enough. Gary White is <laughs> ready to put the hammer on Philip Rogers. Yeah. All right. Here we go. Let's talk about
5: it. Dog. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. Yeah.
2: Didn't we give you the approval for 135? You gave
5: days? me approval, but your man was on the water when we drilled the first bottle. Does he not have no authority? Then you are not sending him out there. Exactly. The I, I didn't that. Let me tell you something. Since hey, this has happened, don't hold, on, hold on, hold on. I'm not getting upset. I'm telling y'all. Since this is happening, all these people in here can't get nothing done on this lake. No, no, no. Now tell me why that is. Tell me why y'all are letting this happen. Can talk right
4: now? No, don't huh? talk. It is the place. They need to hear it. You need to hear this.
5: Walt, and you need to stay.
0: Rodney over there trying to calm Philip
1: down. They, some. they need to hear it. I mean,. I I, look. I got to tell you, Philip was making me a believer in Philip Rogers because he is showing passion. It was coming from his heart. Whether I I don't care whether it was going. It's because it's going to cost him money or not. I don't care. I appreciate the passion that he was showing right there. Oh, I know. Yeah, let's talk about it. Let's talk about it, White. Right here in the open meeting. Right now. Right now. You know, you need to hear it, Walt. I mean. He he was speaking from the heart. That that was passion. Oh yeah, he
0: was he was that, fired up. There's
1: no doubt. That's that's what that moment right there. That's what it's about. That for a politician, that's what it should be about. You should be able and be willing. Let's have it out. Let's lay it on the line. Let's freaking do it. And. I got to say, hat tip to him there. He's putting it out there. I wish more of our politicians would lay it on the line, but not when they got their back against the wall.
0: Look, I've been giving Philip a hard time for a long time on this show, but I agree with you, Duke, 100%. And and look, on balance in this whole ordeal, I'm actually on Philip's side because I, I know the scenario that happened. The board agreed to whatever length, Robert Barry went out there, basically told him it was going to be okay, go ahead and do it, blah, 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 and then the Supreme Court ruling happened, all that, and Robert Barry started sticking the knife in his back. Now that's basically what happened. So I agree with you that although Philip went much longer than the board had officially approved, unofficially, it was
1: approved. But stop the presses. This is not a new revelation. Robert Berry has been leveraging the office and the position for years now. And you're going to tell me that Walt Bigby, Gary White, and Mr. Fowler, they didn't know? They haven't condoned it. They haven't enabled it. They haven't you know, promoted it, I'm calling BS on that because they have. And I think this video here is going to show that not only have they known it, that, that they've been enabling the Cypress district and Robert Berry to have their cake and eat it too, to be able to jump back and forth, but they get caught. Am I yep. right?
0: You are 100% correct, uh, let's see, your lovely bride says they do not have plausible deniability if it sees light and someone out of the club knows it. Hmm. And Renee says she was proud of Philip for speaking up. She was encouraging him. That's, that's true. You were egging him on pretty good there, Renee, with a few uh, select comments. All right. Uh, and Ryan Haygood says they are lazy. They show up for the meetings and Barry tells them what to do. Yeah, look, the minutes of the meetings and the audio transcript or the audio files, bear that out. You're absolutely correct, Ryan. All right, here we go. Uh, Shelly, you need
5: to stand up for this. Jerry, you need to stand
0: up for this. And I don't know if you're going to stand up to it. He won't. Gary, that's what? ridiculous. <laughs> that was great. he yeah. hold hold your ears everybody calling him out to be a dick because he is (laughs) that's
1: great (laughs) you daggum right and there's some people that say that he's a good person but i'm gonna tell you shit he's not a good person no he's
0: not he's an ass he's
1: not a good person and if he's on your team i'm sorry you've got a flaw in your character
0: yeah gary is just an ass that's all there is to it you
5: you tell me you've been you've been all these things. Look, we
2: got to stop. We've got to stop. Yeah, I understand. But stop. Y'all know this is wrong. What we want to do is get some sort of resolution with you, whether you have talk to me. But we're not going to sit up here and argue. Okay? Oh, that's right. So you put it in paper. What you you no, you, you put
5: you do something.
0: Wait a minute. That's like telling the fox, yeah, go ahead and guard the hen house. Well, Philip will no. just do another ninety nine year lease.
1: No, you're the you're the person. You put something in writing. If it's Renee Hall, we're just gonna sue your ass off and drag you through court and try to bankrupt you. But no, you're Philip Rogers. You do something.
0: Yeah, hey, hey Philip <laughs> uh, not Philip, uh Renee and David, how did that work out for y'all? I mean how'd it work out when they said oh no no y'all just tell us what y'all want to do
1: you know what phillips should have said phillips just said well okay well i'll tell you what it says if you'll approve my boathouse, i'll vote to reappoint robert Berry." is is that Uh, what
6: you want
0: that would have been awesome that would have been awesome awesome.
1: yeah is that what what he was is that what he was asking (laughs) for maybe it was
0: (laughs) maybe so all right here we go
5: some remedy. Look, do, do I have an email from Robert Berry saying first pile in looks great. Jeff Smith drove
0: every... I would want to remind you, Philip, that emails, and I'm sure Renee and David can attest to this, emails don't really mean Jack. Yeah, not the 26 the- JDC.
1: No, 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 no. But, but I, I, look, <clears throat> obviously, uh, You know, one of the board members partner in a suite at the racetrack won't be the judge on this case or probably can't be the judge on this case. I don't know. That would be a, I'm just saying maybe, maybe everybody didn't know that.
0: Mm, You think everybody knows that? I don't know. Maybe there's a lot of things that people don't know. All right. Here we go.
5: What do you want from me? I paid my permit. I built my boathouse. What do I owe you? You know, your man was standing there when we driven. Has okay. been there 10 times since we drilled. Let me ask this question. Okay, so what, you're, I just want to make oh. sure that are um, what you're saying. Okay.
6: You're saying, hey, yeah, I'm, I'm, I might be 200 feet out. No,
5: I'm 230 feet to the end of the boat okay.
0: <laughs> No, no, I'm not just 200. <laughs> I'm 230, by God. <laughs> great and i gotta say here kelly long was pretty much the only adult in the room so to speak as far as the board was concerned she actually was asking some pretty pointed questions
1: well in addition to the heirs law firm you know her being a lawyer and partners with a judge in benton or or partners in a uh, suite at the racetrack uh, you know that's what i'm told I mean, I can see why she's suddenly being pointed and suddenly trying to get Philip on record. You know, because uh, I think she sees the writing on the wall that th- there's going to be litigation here, and this is going to mm-hmm. be a a a big deal.
0: Yep, a very big deal All right here. We go. I'm 230
6: mm-hmm. feet out, but I did that with the approval of Mr. Barry which I took to me was the board's approval because he was there when the pilings were driven. Is that your position? I just want to make sure I got it right. Yeah, that's my position. So that's that's your response to any complaints that have been made to the board, is I feel like I'm in compliance because Mr. Berry was there when it was done.
5: Uh, I, I definitely feel that way. Okay. I mean, he's been there 10 times since I built that boat out. This is retaliation as all of this is. And I don't know why for me, I have done nothing to this board. Do you hear me? Nothing to this board for three and a half years after all the
0: this- let me reword that for you, Philip. I have ignored all the complaints and all the illegal things that this board has done for three and a half years. <laughs> there. Corrected that for you.
1: I have carried your water for three and a half years.
0: I'm tired. I'm tired <laughs> of carrying your water.
1: <laughs> and I'm not doing it no more. <laughs> All
0: right, here we go. Let's see. We still got 37 people watching. That's good. Let's hear some more comments from you folks.
1: i got... Can I say something? Yes. Sir. So, other
2: exceptions have been made. So, in my opinion, when Mr. Barry,
0: Now, did y'all catch that? What Jeff said, other exceptions have been made.
1: Meaning uh, the contractor that's been doing work all over the lake for, you know, permits that have said to be issued by this board, you know, that other exceptions have been made to other projects. Well, how many exceptions have there been made and who made those exceptions?
0: Exactly.
1: Was it the board? I mean, I'm guessing maybe not, or was it? What's their hmm. process?
0: And I don't remember all those exceptions being at every public meeting that they've had. And and think about it. The public meetings are spaced out a month at a time. So that means any change or any exception, you'd be a month waiting for get approval from the board necessarily.
1: Well, they were probably spaced. Special meetings, Rex. Oh, I mean, you weird. know, they have this. But, but wait a minute. They have to post the minutes of the special meetings as well, too. But come to think of it, I haven't seen no special meetings with a bunch of exceptions. Have you? I hadn't
0: noticed them. But granted, I had this. This was the first meeting that I had been to, and I think probably you too. And probably a year, year and a half, maybe.
1: Yeah. So let's see what else. Okay. He says it's okay to do
2: that. He said it's okay to do that on other jobs man.
1: It's not just all over this way, so it's, it's not like when he said that I was worried. Hey, fine, Mr. Barrett says okay, let's go to work. That's that's
2: the way it's been, and there's been other jobs done that might not be right or approved, even though it's not like the, I, I mean, I, when he, he's got when he says it's okay, I'm okay, we're
1: good, let's go. And he's he's gone. he runs the show he's God. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, you're telling me Gary White and, uh, and, uh, Walt AKA Bigby didn't know that he's God out there. They had no idea. (laughs) They've just been living in the dark. He he's been too busy worrying about that damn statue over there on the Walter O Bigby carriageway.
0: I should have walked out there while the camera was running to see if Barry was sitting outside or where he slithered
1: off to. <laughs> he was probably down there checking the eagle's nest to make sure that nobody was invading the privacy of the eagles or something. Yeah,
0: something. Okay, so. Um, Keep rolling. Yeah, let me roll some more. And that's he's
5: been until
2: he apparently got upset. Why bad me? Hey, I don't know. I just do
5: what I'm here to make money. Yes, we don't we don't have to name names. But how many boat have you worked on without permits that Barry said it was okay to do? Whoa! You can just say yes or no to that. Don't don't answer that. Yeah, don't answer that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> don't don't answer in a public meeting. Don't. Yeah. <laughs> no, we don't want to talk about nothing that would you know incriminate us the, anymore. Enlighten the public.
0: <laughs> wow, lots of lots of good little nuggets in this. All right, here keep we keep go. Going. Okay, do
1: we have any more questions for Mr. Rogers.
2: Well, all I know is I voted on to approve to 135 feet. Well, you didn't read the plans, then they're 160.
1: Did
0: you hear that? That's great. <laughs> uh, for 135 feet. Uh, well, the plan say 160. <laughs>
1: I mean, obviously that board member is not awake, and he was probably blind directed. leading the blind. Yeah, says, "Well, I voted to approve 135 feet. Well, you didn't read the plans because they were 160 foot." <laughs>
0: wow! All right, here we go. Go ahead.
2: What's
6: the date? that this happened with the pilot? June 9th
2: was the first pile drilled.
6: Twenty, and this is the day that that happened, when the first pilot was drilled, when you, your position is, he gave us a permission to report.
0: She's setting him up for a lawsuit right here.
1: Uh, that's what she's trying to do. Well,
6: June
5: 9th, we worked for 22. we worked for a week to drive that pile because you can't drive it when the wind blow, and you can't do this. There's a gas company that's involved because we have to make sure they're there when they drive
1: that man. Hey, to pilot. Wait a minute. I just thought about something. Maybe she will use our video for discovery. What Ooh. do you think? Ooh, well, and hey. if, but And if she uses our video for discovery, that means she would have to use our allegations that we made earlier about free cabins, free boat stickers, and all the other things that have. Allegedly went on at the park out there, and that could be brought into discovery, right?
0: Mm. Well, it depends on how good the lawyering is for that suit and the Robert Berry suit. Wouldn't that be interesting?
1: Well, it would be interesting, and since she it, she would probably, I would think, her and the heirs would say, you know what, we probably wouldn't use that video because if we did, that would enable those guys and discovery so we'll just use the audio but philip rogers probably could use the video couldn't he said well you know i don't like that copy of your audio in fact i says i'll do you one better there was video actually of the meeting that has better audio than what you have if they have audio
0: mm-hmm. Good point <laughs> and then, there, mr lowry
1: and then discovery could take place philip hint
0: yes Yes. Oh, and your wife brings or uh, brought up another good point that would get Jeff in trouble. Philip didn't do Jeff no favors in this meeting. Let's just put it that way.
1: But I will say, after Philip did get Alex Wozella, I'm assuming that's her name, to enforce her to read the contractors' law, I think exonerated Jeff of the claim or whatever that there could be something that he done wrong not knowingly i can tell you jeff smith is the hardest working freaking guy i know i mean oh yeah some people say i work hard but i can tell you i can't hold a candle to this guy he put me on one of the hardest working jobs i ever did hauling sod and i'll never forgive him for it years ago (laughs) hurt my back but i mean Philip hands her hat to her here in a little bit, and I don't know if you've got how far along you got and you got that queued up. But let's play it.
0: Here we go. Uh, let's continue on for a second. I'll look for that part.
5: So it's not over there, gas main. We worked together for a week. I have a screenshot where Robert says, On my way on June 9th to drill the first pile. So it was June 9th the 2022.
6: This that's
5: if my election is right, okay. that's correct. One me get out. It was in line with the two boat houses next to me, Because that's where we've been the train We never measured it until you and Barry were over there two weeks ago measuring it. Never one time did Robert Barry come there and measure that boathouse. Because, you know why? Because the man from Center Point Energy said, you've got to be 20 feet away from this main, or you can't drive a pile in here. And then he we drove two Ten foot away from it, and the man was standing on a gas main and said, "Right there, don't drill it nowhere else." And it took three days to get their bottle drilled because the man couldn't be there, and Robert couldn't be there, and Jeff was there every day working until he could be there. Do you remember the man's name from? Steve Madden. Steve. Right.
6: Steve.
0: The exchange between Philip and Alex is coming up here in just about probably thirty or forty-five seconds, so I'm going to keep playing it. Matthews. awkward silence
1: hey you know i'm thinking if i need to call robert and see if i can extend my period before he's gone out the door work out some kind of deal <laughs> Yeah,
0: go ahead, go ahead and get it done
1: i mean just, i don't even need no boat stickers
0: yeah just be careful and look i want to clarify that the reason that i say philip didn't do um jeff any favors here is not that The heirs' Law Firm is necessarily correct, but they'll absolutely sue him. And that's what they're gearing up for right here. Oh, Uh, yeah. And it won't matter whether he's right or wrong because he's got to afford the lawsuit in the the meantime. So, and the loss of business.
1: Hey, have you got your free boat stickers this year?
0: No, I had to pay for my, those butt ugly things. I don't put them on my boat either.
1: Has anybody else watching? Have y'all got your free boat stickers this year? I'm just curious. Uh, the well, only thing I'm the only thing I'm worried about is
0: uh, whether they tow my truck. But other than that, the only enforcement mechanism that they have on the Lake is not allowing me to purchase more stickers or stay at the RV park, which I don't care about anyway.
1: Well, I I did. I don't know if y'all I'm,
0: realize that or not, folks. About those boat stickers out there, I I don't mind paying the launch fee. It's the boat stickers I can't stand.
1: Hey, I, I do anticipate to get a bill from them though any day. Yeah. Yeah, because I mean, I did release an owl that killed some of my chickens over there at their boat launch. So oh. I'm, yeah, I'm I'm anticipating them billing me for attending their boat launch. I was, I was thinking. Did, did you ever Did off. you
0: ever pay your homeowner's fee or whatever that y'all call it out there?
1: To, oh, I did. I, I wait oh, to the last minute. I yeah. want to see how many nasty grams they'll send me every year. I got every one since dating back, even before Robert Berry. Existed. Oh,
0: so you're costing the taxpayers. Well, I guess you're paying the taxes too. So it's really your money anyway. Having to send all those well, nasty grams to you.
1: I don't go to the park over there. I mean, but I got my use. I released an owl over there. So I guess that was 300 800 for, I don't know, however much they send me the bill for.
0: Just uh, so your, I your,
1: wife, your
0: wife says we will never get our seawall fixed at this point.
1: <laughs> hey, whose
0: responsibility is it? So, if the district owns the property to whatever the line is around there, whose responsibility is it to build seawalls?
1: Now, that's an interesting point because, as you, that. yeah, as you know, they have contracted a surveyor to come around the lakes and and determine what the line is on all the lakes again. So in all actuality, where your property line is could potentially have changed. I think we should send a public information request out for the survey. Uh, I think Coil Engineering was contracted to do it. I think we should send a public information request and get the uh, survey.
0: Yeah. I mean, because arguably if that's district property, they should be responsible for, you know, uh, containing the erosion and seawalls and all that. I mean, I'm no lawyer, and I don't know, you know
1: how well, that falls under the law. Here in just a minute, somebody at this meeting starts talking about the erosion and the fact that this board is saying that as the land, you that they're limiting people building seawalls and constructing, because as they have erosion, where the new water line gets, the Cypress District is gaining property. Man that that was i I can't remember the exact words it wasn't exactly those words but that's what the gentleman was talking about and it didn't really get into that discussion but that's a big issue so for everyone who owns property on cypress or black bayou as your land is eroding from the wakeboard boats and and all of that the cypress district not enabling you to work on your seawalls walls and and retain and improve your property and keep it up they're enabling themselves to have a land grab, basically is what is what the, well but I, the way I understood it,
0: yeah, and, and that's kind of my question is whose property technically is that the me I, well, they call it the meander line or whatever
1: well, yeah, I mean, I know like the meander line you have on Bicino or whatever, and I know that there's a line or a I've heard the term feline line or whatever, and I don't understand all the terminology. But what this individual was talking about was, was that the wakeboard boats now that you're having more erosion and he's losing land, but yet he can't build his seawall up and build or make an improvement back to his land or build it back up. And the Cypress district was limiting that and therefore is gaining more property.
0: Interesting points. All right, let's continue on. All right.
5: Any other questions? Well, yeah, there's a question. I'm a contractor on this lake. <laughs> Phil's like, a we ain't done yet. Yeah. I was approved, and I wasn't approved, and I am approved. So am
0: I approved today to be on this
5: lake? I life? don't know, Philip, about the contractor issue. If you'll give
2: me some well, time to what? figure
1: it out. Wait what? a minute. They yeah. issue the permits. If he don't know, who the hell knows? I know. What the hell? Oh, it might be because Robert
0: Berry's under the table issuing permits and whatever he's well, doing i don't know
1: well maybe they need to call robert barry in there to answer the question since robert yeah. is who makes those decisions because he should have robert temporarily
0: Perry. unrecused himself to come back in and address that question what parliamentary procedure is there for that
1: so i mean you've got everybody but robert barry there and nobody knows the answer so is robert barry the only person that knows the answer to that question Obviously, Robert Berry's in charge. Hmm. Hmm. Okay, move along. Well, that's Here, we to, to Here we go. On that. Mm-hmm. There is a state law that
5: requires anything over 7500 No, seventy-five
7: thousand dollars $7,500, mm-hmm. you have
5: to have a $7,500 and $7,500, I believe, is what they
7: call a home renovation
5: a permit permanent a permit. of some
7: sort um, and then anything over seventy five thousand is uh how to have a residential contract. Well I have that. Right. I, I think I, I believe maybe that was the
6: issue
5: with with with, with Mr. Smith? Yes. But he doesn't have to have a building license to build on this site. If this homeowner hires him he can have a permit for seventy five thousand dollars to do work being state of you understand that? That's the way that works. I believe
7: these he's still have to have...
5: To. no license.
7: I think it's a home renovation permit,
5: but, but it's through the per job, you you have signed up for a permit. It
1: it was like, it was like Philip, it was like Philip. They were they were trying to say a sentence together. It's like, okay, I'm going to say a word, then I'm going to say a word, then I'm going to say a word, then I'm going to say a word. They should have just said script. it all together. Yeah, they should have. But I, I commend Philip. He was go. I I love it. I love it when I see a non-lawyer going at it with a lawyer. I'm sorry, lawyers. Y'all bring it on yourself. But I I especially enjoyed this moment. I really did. All right, here we go. It's, a, it's not a
0: full
7: license.
5: It's not a residential license, from what I understand. It's a per job. But I'm not gonna tell you your job. But that is my job because I'm I am a building contractor and that's the state license you have to have a 75 dollars permit from the homeowner to work on his property now that's up to y'all this is that's y'all's but i don't, I don't understand know. how a man could work on this leg for five years and then all of a sudden he can't put a motor on both of them i'm not talking about from the time I'm, sure I'm talking
7: about from the state, <laughs> the state the homeowner pulls that
5: permit but they have to be licensed with the with no they the
7: don't
2: state. Do you
7: have something you
2: can show us? Yes, sir, statute
5: right here. Yeah. It is revised statute 37
7: 2161. And that says what? Any person who well so it's different go ahead. whether it's commercial or residential. Yeah, it's
5: residential. Go
7: ahead. Any person who performs attempts to performance of it a price bidder or offer to perform work in construction management whose scope of authority and responsibility includes Supervision, oversight, direction, or in any manner assumed charge of the construction services provided to and owner by a contractor, or contractor in which the value of the construction is inactive. So the first one is, it is in excess of $50,000 for a commercial construction project, shall possess a license from the board in the major classification applicable to the type of work being performed. Um, number two, in excess of $75,000 for a residential construction project shall possess a license from the board in the classification of residential construction and then in excess of 70 sorry excess of seven thousand five hundred dollars for a home improvement project shall possess a license from the board and the classification of how improvement construction
5: okay. well that that is a permit that you call down and they they give you a permit to do that seventy five thousand homework yes i think that's
7: the only thing that's Requires.
0: whatever is required with the state license. so I'm gonna stop there for a second so you know I, I'm certainly no contractor nor a lawyer but what does it cost or what does it entail to get a license from the board and, and not referring to the Cypress board I guess the state licensing board does
1: it's a matter of, it's a matter of going down there and taking a test and paying your yearly uh, fee okay it, it it it's not that hard. I don't even remember the monetary figure, but I can't remember it being over a couple of hundred dollars at most.
0: Right. And I don't think it was ever clarified in here whether Jeff has that or not.
1: No, and I mean I, I don't know if he does or not, but the but the argument was was over seven I mean the thing as I Understand is over seventy five thousand dollars. If you're doing residential construction, you have to be licensed by the state. And if it's over fifty thousand dollars and it's commercial, you have to have a commercial license. Just like if you built bridges or you built uh, well locations, you have to have a heavy construction license. You know, but for this seventy five thousand and under on residential stuff. The homeowner himself, a.k.a. Philip Rogers, can pull a permit to do it himself and hire a laborer, Jeff Smith, to do the work. That's what we're talking about. Yeah. Okay.
0: Uh, Renee Hall says she's just trying to earn her $185 an hour fee, but doesn't have a clue. Uh, AJ and Mandy Ford said we have done many jobs on Cypress and never had to jump through all of these hoops with Cypress.
5: Okay, let's
0: continue on.
7: Okay.
5: We well, y'all just need to get that clear before y'all start telling people of the life that they cannot work on people's house, but it makes people look bad. No, I won't finish. Let's finish.
2: Let's finish this. this. Okay. Yeah. So. Anybody else have anything? Alex, you anything? Gary? Okay. Want
5: to want him a motion to ask uh to a uh, remedy for the situation today? That'd
0: be great. There's no remedy for the situation. Y'all sue me. Boom. <laughs> drop the bomb and drop the mic at the same time. Y'all <laughs> sue me.
1: That yeah, well, what the remedy. Great. I'm wondering what remedy was Gary White's wanting him to. To drop out there. What remedy was Gary did Gary White have in mind? Well,
0: Gary's probably seeing dollar signs. I mean, if Renee and David had to pay twenty thousand, and again they were only a few feet over their pergola, uh, Phillips, you know what, eighty feet or whatever it is below <laughs> what the board uh, beyond what the board had allowed. So, how big a boy are you, Philip? <laughs> are you willing to pony up that fee? <laughs> All right, let's continue on.
5: That's the only agreement in this
4: situation. Okay. That's what we're doing. Did I just say something? There's a lady on the lake that was going to be one of our witnesses in our lawsuit, and she was trying to get a pool permit, and she was going to testify that Robert Berry came up there and told her she could do something. She said, well, I've heard. I need to go before the board, and she said, he said, honey, I own the board. What I say goes. So if you'd like for me to get her in here and testify to y'all on that,
5: He's going around acting like he's the board. He has authority to do all this, just like he did with us. So he needs to stop and he needs to quit lying. Thank you. Thank you, y'all,
2: I mean, do y'all really think that I would do something against a law in the
5: commission? I, mean, I mean, do y'all really think that well, I would I, do that? Yeah,
2: I don't. I don't, but I'm surprised. I mean, that's why we're having this meeting. You I mean, you've
5: been
1: over you 10 weeks. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. How the hell is he surprised? Yeah. How the hell is he surprised? Has, has him, White, and Fowler, have have they been, you know, living on another planet for the last several I years? I mean, they How act like we
0: haven't covered all these shenanigans or a lot of the shenanigans that are going on out there.
1: If you're surprised, uh, if you're surprised, Mr. President here, would you like the name and number of an individual who... Robert Berry told somebody that you can go and literally get on anybody's pier. We own every pier on Cypress and Black Bayou. We own them. They're ours. You can do what you want to do. And they were tearing up a landowner's pier. Do you want the number of the individual? I'll gladly give it to you since you're so surprised and you have no idea and you're oblivious. Or maybe you want the names of. Free boat stickers, or maybe you want the names of free cabins. Is would that surprise you? I'm thinking it wouldn't surprise you. Just how surprised are you? Huh. Maybe we should find out.
0: Maybe so, here we go.
2: Whatever, but this is two hundred and twenty five feet. You say two thirty. Do, do you do you I mean, find no one ever went, no one measured the pier? No one
5: went out there, not one person off the off a and she only
6: went out there two months ago when I asked her for it to extend my seawall Wait a minute, I have another question. If it was, if the plans for were for 160 feet, mm-hmm. but it actually went 230, and that means that you would have had more supplies, more cost, right? Yeah. And at that point, when you noted the significant increase in the supplies for cost, at that point did it infer Hey, wait a minute! I'm going out past beyond permit.
0: I wasn't, <laughs> I wasn't concerned with how the, much the boathouse cost. I wasn't concerned with how much the boathouse costs. He doesn't care if it's a $5,000 fee, folks, but he's starting to care now that he might be facing a fine in the high five or six-figure dollar range.
1: Well, that, in my opinion, was not the thing to say, but, oh, well, it's said now.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's said, and, and again... You know, the only adult lawyer in the room there apparently Kelly Long is asking the right questions from the board's litigation perspective. All right, here. We
1: go. I'm sorry, I'm not long on Miss Long.
0: I'm not saying I like her. I'm just saying she's at least asking the correct questions from the board's perspective to set Philip up. I like soccer,
5: but I love soccer. No, I understand, but what I'm saying is that nobody ever
6: measured it. So we
5: didn't look at it, but you, you would have known about the increase in the cost of the project, right? What do you mean? I would have known Robert knew. I mean, Robert was there. Robert made the decision to go from low house to boat and pull the string. Is that true, Jeff? I mean, no. I didn't make that decision. And the Steve Matthews guy was there that
6: day
5: as well? The day the string was pulled? Yes. No, he was there today. the day the pollen was drove, so we didn't drive it through the gas main. At 160 feet, there's a gas main. So
6: you can't yeah. put forty piles over the top of it. So Mr. Matthews was there the next day when the piles were drawn. Was anybody else there when you ran when you ran the measurement with Mr. Barry besides Mr. Schmidt? You, well, Mr. Schmidt, you, sir. I'm not it. sure who's come over there, but when we uh, had the string pulled, hang on.
2: Okay. Yeah, I I watched them from day one.
5: Okay.
2: Across, I mean, I'm catty category- cornering a corner to them. So, I watched the whole thing every day. Every day from beginning to end. And the reason I did is because I wanted to know what was going to be possible for me to do. And uh, I can tell you, Jeff did spend a considerable amount of time on Pier 1, the, the first one. And I can tell you that they were numerous Work trucks, including center point there,
5: multiple times. And J.T. Wallace is my neighbor, and I had to go on his back. So I explained to him what yeah. was going on. And like I said, if you sit on his back porch after the boat house was built, my boat house is right in his line on the side of the lake. But you know what J.T. said? That's your boat house. I ain't no lot my business what goes on over there. Now I would have been unhappy okay. with it, but you know what JT said? Hey, that's that's what y'all want to do. the gas line, boathouse, on train. And then he also said, "But you know, boats come in here at forty miles an hour, and I'm glad it's out there, so boats don't come in this code again like they said. Amen. You know. <laughs> so I, I second that. I, I Bingo, just said, and, I, and I'm not going to repeat myself. I. Don't yeah.
0: Bingo. And, and there's some more good comments coming up here in about a minute and a half two minutes
1: also keep going all right here we let's, go let's get to it
5: i don't understand what this is other than retaliation really, truly. because Rox was over there all the time all the time looking at this after i got that permit i come and got a retaining law permit bruce easter was over there i mean do you think they didn't come out Do you think i didn't get an engineer to, to put where that seawall goes I mean, it, y'all act like y'all are oblivious to how this works. <laughs> Robert goes to the job once or twice a week and checks on them. When Jeff left my job, he went across the street to drive one pilot, and Robert shut him down because he didn't have a permit. Now, do, do y'all not know Robert goes to this lake every day and harassing people and hounding people?
0: <laughs> harassing and hounding people. <laughs>
1: But they but they don't know, they're surprised. Oh yeah, Rick, they're shocked. Rick, you 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 heard him say they're shocked, they're surprised. I mean, is it because they don't live on the lake and they just don't know that you know all they care about is just keeping the taxpayers in check up here or the the uh servants that live on the lake? <laughs> right,
0: here we go. I'm not gonna comment on that. Okay. Well he was there the
2: whole time that go out from the
5: the entire time. And since it's been built, I have talked to him several times about things that I'm doing at that boathouse. Extending this, doing this, all the time, I call Robert. Robert, what do we need to do? Here? That's fine, I just do it. Shelly went two months ago to extend the repaying law. You don't need no permit. We we'll used a permit last year. No, I'm not going to do that. I'll pay the two fifty. So, you know, I don't know, but I don't see a resolve here. I mean, if y'all think I'm in the wrong, I'm not. I would have never done something where I
0: thought I was in the wrong. I'm- I'd have gone over 80 feet, of which y'all approve, but I never did anything wrong. <laughs> and my my backup and my defense is Robert Barry, who literally left the building.
1: Well, Philip is wrong. He He says he's not wrong, but he is wrong. He's wrong because he didn't vote to reappoint Robert Barry. I mean, damn.
0: To put it simply, yeah. You're you're
1: absolutely I mean, correct cool. there, Mr. I don't Biden. understand what he doesn't understand. <laughs> <laughs> Shit.
0: All right. All right. Here we go. I live my life that way. I
5: don't do things wrong. Amen. Please. You understand? Know my name is more important to me than anything, and I don't do things wrong. Is there a policy
3: that exists that once y'all approve right, whatever that you you approved it good. for, does someone not check that at when the work's complete that it adhered to the standard that you guys signed off on? Or do y'all just assume they're going to adhere to it and then years later ask about it? I, 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 I don't want that to sound snarky. I'm serious. Good question. Is there a policy in place that when you approve somebody's work, I don't know any of those gentlemen. I talk talked to one of them on the phone. I don't know anyone, though. I don't want to take this nothing personal, but I am curious if because I'm working to get one myself. So I need to know, are y'all gonna come out, somebody gonna come out and make sure that what y'all agree to and what I agree to if I do one, that signs off yes, he did what we agreed to. No. Did that ever happen? Does that policy exist? And if no. not, why not? No, it
4: doesn't.
3: Well, that's pretty that's why we're here. <laughs>
4: I'll answer it because
3: they won't answer (laughs) it.
5: I I
0: mean... That is a very good question. question. And and I have never seen any official documentation on that. Maybe it's in the rules that the Ayers Law Firm rewrote a couple of years ago.
1: Well, hopefully it wasn't lost in the uh, IT adjustment, you know, recently. Yeah.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah.
2: (laughs) Yeah. I'm assuming you want to make that motion here. Oh, I, don't about any, I, don't, I don't know if it will or not. Certainly, I it in order to do
1: Well, I mean, surely. I'm
0: not asking to.
1: Surely White has access via his remote uh, camera access at his house. I mean, surely he can spit it out.
0: (laughs) Surely so. All right, let's see. Look, in full disclosure, there's another 20 minutes of this. So do we want to go ahead and kind of summarize it and start wrapping this up or you want to go another 20?
1: Let's go through it. It's entertaining because there's highlight spots. I All think right. we can still enlighten people to other little things as we go along. Let's just let's trudge through it.
0: We, we got forty people with us. Uh, y'all put your seatbelts on. Here we go. You need to shut this
2: down. I'm going to talk to Philip. Try to get something done about the motion. According to him, he's not interested
5: in doing it. Well, I mean, if y'all—if it
0: was y'all—what what would you think I should do? You think I should tear it down? I'm, not, I'm not going to comment on that. do mm-hmm. you think I should pay you money? I'm not commenting on that either. What—what what money? They haven't
1: even determined what the what the dollar amount is. And well, I want to. I, well, I—I I mean, it—it's. It, Does it depend on who you are as to what, you know, he's not going to comment because we got to figure out it depends on your standing and stature in society. There is no policy. We, Oh, wait a minute. No, you didn't answer that question. Whether there is anything in writing you didn't answer that. Maybe there is, maybe there isn't, but you know, maybe, maybe we have to figure it out on a case by case basis as to who you are, as to what we will, what, what policy or rules will apply to you. huh? okay
0: mike lombardino is watching and we appreciate you watching mike uh mike asked the question is anything in writing or just he said she said the only thing that's in writing is the minutes of the meeting where they approved him going out to 160 feet or whatever other than that it's not he said she said it's robert said robert said Pretty and much. then yeah, uh, A.J. Manny Foy said this board needs to be dismantled and staffed appropriately. No kidding. And Greg Bell says, is the or asks, is the sheriff's deputy in the room getting paid to be there by the district, or is this his normal beat, knowing there is a good chance he could get, get some action? No, they pay him to be there. The district does. $30, $30 an hour, I think. Four-hour minimum. All right, All right, here we go. For more Robert's legal
5: fees? I don't think so. I don't
2: want any legal fees. We got enough food. We sure do.
5: <laughs> That's
0: the quote of the year. All right. And any stop
2: do
0: Can I make a comment,
2: please? Yeah. Yes, sir. I am kind of new to the area. My wife is, I do not I you state your name and address. I'm sorry, Lance Stanfield. I live on 1999 Wood Lake and Wood Lake Ridge on Black Island. I applied for to tear down a boathouse that was built in the 80's and build a new one in March uh, went back in April to check on it told that everything was fine come in a week before you're ready to start and relation to your permit well when I went back a week before we were ready to start I was told that we had to run it by the board first to see if the board had any issues and I was just and it wasn't on the agenda today. That's why I was here. I was just wondering if that had been brought up to the board. No, sir. It's not on the agenda. I have This about. is
0: great. Listen to this carefully.
2: Okay. So what's my next step from here? Can I make a motion to put
6: my next month's agenda. Sure. I'm Watch this. At Land Sandville's request to tear down an old boathouse on, on the his request for approval on the agenda for the next schedule.
2: So that means
1: I have to wait another month. Uh, we could do a special meeting possibly. It's just great. So,
0: well, I, but, so I have to wait another month to find something out when they're literally all there. They could vote to just add him but, to the agenda.
1: But he was told by just come in a week before you're ready to start and we'll get it done. And right. then when he does that, then he's told, well, we got to run it before this next meeting and then it's not in this meeting, and then, oh, we'll do it next month.
0: Well, we'll okay. Glad pay you Tuesday for a hamburger today and bring two hamburgers.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, look, we're the board. You'll do what yeah. we say we do. I mean, All just right. who are you? And it may be the fact
2: that you don't have to have a board vote on this. I just don't know at the moment. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm hearing you You may not have to have a board vote on this. I just don't know at the moment. Weesh.
1: Wait a minute! Wait a minute! We got to phone a friend because we don't know. Is this Walt's first time being on the board and first time being board president? I mean, do you know? I mean, maybe we should have answered the question for them.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's like they. Is are there no other boat houses and piers except for Phillips on the lake? I mean, I, mean, I know I fished around a bunch of them. So said, oh, I don't know what we got to do. I, I
1: just don't know. If they don't know, who does know?
0: Ah, <sighs> this is this is.
1: Maybe they should have asked Alex at the heirs' law firm. That's where they should have. They maybe should have. Maybe
0: they said... should have asked Alex. Okay, maybe maybe Alex will offer some commentary here in just a second.
2: So you have to have board boat tear down
7: something. I'm not sure what. Oh, now look at there. there
2: is this the plan that you just got today?
0: Was she smoking crack today, or is she do, or is
1: she high off of smoking pot? Okay, the law firm doesn't know, the board doesn't know. I mean, is there anybody who knows anything that we can get? Wait a minute, they need to hire that damn hundred and fifty thousand dollar lobbyist out of Baton Rouge. I'll bet she'll know.
0: <laughs> yeah, baby. So she's higher paid. Well, no, she's not really high- She's higher paid than Alex, anyway. All right, here we go.
7: It may be worth if you
2: want to stick
1: around after the meeting. Okay, I can do that. I just don't know what the I don't know
0: what the issue is. Oh, after the meeting.
1: Yeah. Stick around after the meeting. After the meeting. <laughs> the meeting,
0: after the meeting.
1: Yeah, for the meeting after the meeting, and we'll be able to figure it out, but not right here in the public in the daylight for all of everybody to be able to know that we don't know what the hell's going on, and we don't have an answer for you.
0: Yeah, <laughs> just great. plan's coming in. It's not
2: just one here, one there. It's every day. Something's coming in. You got to review. So it's not trying to understand And I, I, I want it to work smooth.
1: absolutely that's we want it to be fair across the board it is i'm just wondering is this is this one of these situations Uh, where all of these people are so smart they have to have a plan that says okay i am going to take a five pound claw hammer i will place the claws on the head of the nail i will pry the nail out it Is that what you got to have to tear down a boathouse? you got to have a plan to tear the boathouse down? Are you freaking kidding me?
0: Yeah, that's – yeah, when the planners plan – well, anyway. All right, here we go. Oh, my gosh.
2: Like I said, I was told everything was fine, but they hadn't learned about it. I was told everything was fine in April, and I came a week before – where did it start, like I was told to do, and was told that they had to run by? I'm, you know, I've been waiting a year. I'm just trying to find out what, what I need to do, where I need to go. you to stick around afterwards? Sure. Yes, madam I'm so I'm standing up. I'm here to say, I mean, this room is hard. I am going to hear it. So, uh, all right. Anybody else? Next. Um, one last thing. I, I would just like some clarity whether Jeff Smith can build my seawall wall that's under 75,000. That's sort of what I'm hoping. Is, is the board who, who made the decision that Jeff can't build on the way? I just heard about that. I knew nothing about that. So that hill that under the, the state law that you talked about. is also in the,
7: the board rules and regulations that can make number 75 and very to be. By licensed contractors? $7,500. Per lawyer sir. Now, I, I am not, obviously, I don't know the intricacies of all the what licenses and things are required, but I do know that there is a threshold um, that's required by the state, and that's all that this board requires. Whatever is required by the state licensing board, what's required by the
2: board? Well, if there's a gray area there the board Robert needs resolve. I'd like to know okay,
6: there. like to be, be on The state says what we allow. Okay. Right. So I start so. now. Wait, I think we
5: have to do I don't think that we can right. create the state <clears throat> law. So we we, we, we
1: follow same. what the state law is. Start now. Um, <laughs> yes, start now. Yes. Start
5: wait, wait a minute. <laughs> we
0: follow okay. the state law, and Philip oh. says starting now. <laughs> So that's great
1: starting now we're going to follow state law well that makes all the sense in the world yeah they, maybe they just had the revelation that there's state law i mean yeah. okay that's great wait a minute no wait a minute i've heard the same for ignorance of the law is no excuse so uh, okay yeah, yeah no that, that won't work either huh. <laughs> okay. well i've done
2: other walls and problem
5: was mr barry when i didn't and they were over 750 million. I mean, I think that's the, the thing. Y'all have been listening to Robert so long, y'all know what's going on. I mean, this man's been building both out and seawalls on this lake for six years. And we now we're just green out today? Without a contractor's license. Well without one. He don't have a contractor's license. Has he
6: ever had one? Never has. Okay. So the thing is is that that's now being brought out in a public meeting in front of all of the commissioners. Okay. We are now put on notice that he does not have a contractor's license. The state statute says that this is the state requirement. We are a subdivision or a political subdivision. We have to follow that. Okay. And Didn't so you- we can't, I mean, I'm
0: thinking except- Let me pause right there just so you know, uh, Ryan Haygood, that's where She's the adult in the room speaking legally. And that's where Philip didn't do Jeff any favors. The law is clear.
5: Go
1: ahead.
6: Except him getting a contractor's license, I don't know
5: that there's anything else that we could do. Well, all I'm saying is, y'all need to research that. Because if a homeowner doesn't work on his property, he can hire Mr. Smith up to $75,000.
4: And
2: that's here. There is a homeowner's exception, but it's on the homeowner's own property. Right. Oh, oh. Did you hear that? Oh, yeah.
0: yeah. It's on the homeowner's yeah. own property. And the problem is, that's what I was alluding to earlier. The problem is, that's on district property. Now, I guess you can make the argument that the pilings and the boathouse itself is the owner's property. See, that's where there's, that's where the gray air is going to be in the law.
1: Well, I don't, I don't know. I mean, you pay the landowner fee, you know, and that, and on Cyprus it's a little bit different to have that boathouse. I mean, that is your property and enables you to be able to put that property on that piece of property. You, you lease it per se and Robert Barry has a different perspective. Robert Barry thinks that he owns all the property, you know, that people put on the Cypress District property that they pay a lease for. Which,
0: oh, it, uh, yeah, according to his his theory, I could just get out of my boat and walk out on your dock and fish off your dock yeah. if I wanted to. I mean, if
1: you want to jump up there and take you a big country dump, then by all means, knock yourself out. But I tell you what, if I see you, you, it's going to be some fist city and probably somebody's going to go to jail after they take a bath. I mean,
0: I I know from fishing all these years and and the law that, you know, I can uh, fish around your dock. You don't own the water around your dock, but I can't get out on your dock without permission. It's Uh, basically trespassing.
1: I love AJ Mandy Foy's comment. Mr. Berry has ruled over these people with a legal, narcissistic rule. Couldn't <laughs> put it here.
0: Yeah, no kidding. All right, here we go.
2: Just a question on that for my clarification. In our policy and procedure now, our legal counsel put together, it says an estimated the total cost of both the Constitution and Construction, and if the total cost Exceeds $7,500 supporting documentation that the contractor performing the work is licensed and insured in the state of Louisiana. These apologies and procedures that you revised that, we will, that we've been working on, working with for about at least two years now. That is not an error, is it? That's in accordance with state laws. Yes, sir. But that's, that's, that's the same thing that she just
6: corrects. <clears throat> asked you a state. Can I, I do can I do think there
7: is a difference? I think
6: seventy five thousand or five is an actual residential
7: license. I think there's something like a homeowner service uh um a home renovation wait a minute uh, what, what there's something
1: did did Fowler just call out the high paid law firm of Ayers Shelton and say wait a minute did, did you help us draw this policy up or something? So, so he just acknowledged that maybe there is something in writing and he just called them out to say, are you telling us maybe there's another part to this or an exception?
0: We need to look up those Cypress district policies and procedures, see if that's on their website or do a, a info request on that. <laughs> hmm.
1: Ryan, hey good fifth city. You're scary, Duke.
0: <laughs> Fisticuffs. He's a pugilist. Yeah.
1: Hey, I, right. I, I still got to hop in my step, old boy. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. From 7,500 to 75,000. That I'm not, I can't remember what it's called. But it is something you
7: have to get through the safe Is it in
6: board. addition to being a licensed contractor or in the lieu of being a licensed
7: contractor? Okay. So there's like, there's different
6: levels. There's okay. From 7,500 to 75,000, it's still something,
7: I don't think it's called a license. I think it's a, a
5: certificate or registration. Something
2: with the same letters and four. Permit that. <clears throat> that the permit office gives you, so I can do a job for seventy-five
0: hundred dollars or less. I think
1: I'm Nobody knows. Uh, we're, make, I'm we're making we're making law here. Two lawyers
0: and, in the room, and nobody knows
1: for sure. And, and the law firm, the high-paid heirs law firm. I mean, we don't give a shit. Hell, we'll create some law right here. Yeah, it's a permit. Hell, let's put it in writing. <laughs>
0: yeah. I think the only difference here is whether he's can or not just Jeff, anybody is considered a licensed contractor on the job. Or like you said, they're just hiring him to pick up boards.
1: But but hey, I mean you know, Walt Fowler and and Mister White. I mean, y'all. Uh, I mean, hell, y'all. What do y'all? What do y'all know? Y'all have to ask somebody. Y'all got to phone a friend here. Hey, <laughs> I know
0: what they should do. They can just settle it in court, like they do everything else. I mean, it's taxpayer money anyway to pay theirs law firm.
1: Yeah, there you go. So you're just start suing. Your application of the law to everybody, including the Halls and all the other landowners across the lake. Have, have you been applying it out of ignorance? Have you been applying it out of evenly uh, and
0: fairly? Mm.
1: Have you been applying it, you know, with bad legal advice? I, I, I'm, I'm dying to know. And as Philip said, the police jury has backed them all the way every yeah. time on everything. Oh, yeah. I mean, put up with where this stuff the, for years. Where does the accountability end here? Mm. Or is there any accountability? Oh, I mean, that's
0: the question. Is there any?
1: All right,
5: here we go. My uh, recommendation uh, would be to, uh, to talk uh, to the state uh, licensing uh, board uh, and see, because that's uh, what uh, this uh, law requires.
7: Whatever the state requires is what. I mean, if I go fix a photo on that motor for three hundred uh, dollars,
2: am I supposed to go, to go get a permit uh, and uh, have uh, a license?
7: So again, I'm not sure. I'm not aware of anything that's required under the 7500.
2: Okay. Okay. I, I got a feeling I get popped I to do a job without a permit. I feel like I won't get denied if I try to get a permit.
7: And just to clarify, I just want to make sure I'm clear. When you say permit, there so there's a permit that has to be obtained from the board to do construction. There's also, what I'm talking about is, is something that goes to the state, the state license.
5: But y'all won't pull state permits. Y'all won't pull permits from Moser Parish to do anything on this land other than the permits that y'all assign. Because there's not an inspector that inspects anything y'all build other than this board. And again, Mr. I'm not talking about a
7: permit. I'm talking about, and that's why I was clarifying that you kept saying permit. I'm not talking about a permit. What I'm talking about is what's required under the statute with respect to I
0: mean
1: this, this is making my head hurt um, that is what this it's like
0: back and forth tit for tat when we laugh
1: this is word salad I mean it and, and Alex Bozella is spinning like she's a top I mean good grief <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah spinning rice around baby rice around
7: so hey, regulations that requires a licensed contractor for kids over 7500 that's what that's required to. Do. So whatever's required from them is what's required to do the work. Now so, in order uh, to build a construct house, we still have to, to get a permit from the board to, to do that work as well. I just wanted to clarify that.
1: Okay. You gotta move this up to two times speed. Right. We gotta get through this. Any other
2: questions? Okay. Anything from the audience? Okay. i just did I'm just I don't, I mean, it's a general question, not to you now, and I know Jeff. So what you're saying, Jeff's question, did you wasn't If he goes
3: to do some work, someone calls him and he's below $7,500. He doesn't. He can do the work on the lake and just have to get the permit from you all, but as long as under $7,500, he can do the work. What you're saying according to the statute?
7: I, I
2: believe so. But <clears throat> to be rude to you, yes. you're the attorney. You're supposed to know. <laughs> that's what this board is paying you to do. That's what our taxpayers are paying you to do. So you have a
3: statute in front of you. That. Correct.
2: And, you're, and the way you read it to me,
3: I understand. And tell me if I'm wrong. If I, 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 I could be wrong. I've been wrong a lot in my life. I promise you. If it's $7,500, all he needs is Walt's approval and he can do it. Because he's
2: he, 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 adhering to the statute that you said right there. Under the statute, yes sir. However, uh, the, the state
7: license board does but, put out rules and regulations that... Uh, I'm not, I am not aware of
2: anything, however, I would recommend. So the
7: best
3: thing you need to do is call it state license. Yes, sir. Sorry. I'm just trying to help you clarify. Uh, that. But it's, it's not nice that West I'm, Eastern people. like I said, I'm, not, I'm, I'm not as,
7: I'm not as, um, you know, I, I don't deal with the specifics
1: of. of well, you know, maybe they right. need to get another so law firm, I, 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 no, I, so The problem you.
3: I have that is the person that's in the wall and hearing is that they're relying on
2: you to tell them what they can and do. See, so yes. if, you, if Walt asks you and Walt and filialgent a question, wouldn't sure. you, can you help do work on this lake? And he yeah. asked you that, and you go, basically you're going, I don't know. I can just tell you this.
7: No, sir, I'm not. I'm
2: not an attorney, so I can't advise
7: you. But don't you So Walt,
2: you right. asked her if he can do work, and said, "Come on, We're going to get clarification. Okay. okay. Thank like, you. I can't say it's in pizza night. No, no, no. no. I understand. you need to go on. But that just is it for his case. He trying to make a little I
0: got a question. Yeah. Rex Montgomery down in Mosier City. So let's assume, and it's a dangerous word, but let's assume that any contractor has followed the state licensing requirements and the statutes. Is there anything that would stop the board from approving a contractor at that point? Because you just said oh, repeatedly, That you all follow what the state statute is. So, assuming that any contractor has followed and done that, then it sounds to me like the board just signs off on them and approves it, correct? Is that the procedure or is there a written procedure for that? And when do y'all decide that? Is it an open meeting or how do y'all decide that?
2: Uh, I can tell you, we don't decide anything in private. So, I'm not sure I understand your question.
1: (laughs) I but wait till after the, the meeting. Wait sure, sure the, the meeting. You. So your first question no.
6: is: is if, it, is if a contractor meets all the license requirements as <laughs> stated in the state statute and our uh, policies and procedures, then they should be able to come in and do any work over seventy five hundred or seventy five thousand, just whatever is in, in accordance with their state licensing.
0: Correct. They okay. should be able to come in here to a meeting, ask for approval, and y'all should rubber stamp it, assuming they followed everything the state says. Right, okay. And
6: then the second part of the question, now I need to hear the second part. The part of
0: the and the second part of the question is, to restate it, when do y'all approve that? Is it in open meetings, or how is that? how are contractors approved or not approved to do work on the lake? Do y'all email each other? Is it a walking quorum? I mean, what do y'all do?
7: I don't, sorry, I don't believe they're any approval process. The, the licensing thing is a prerequisite. Well, you, you, you see
0: where I, you see where I was headed with that, right?
1: Oh yeah, yeah, and it was awesome. You hit it out of the park. The, I don't think there's an approval process. The freaking law firm said I don't think there's an approval process. <laughs> and we got them on record
0: saying it, it's great. Yeah, good grief. Oh, that's great. All right. So here we go.
7: Put in to ask for a permit to do the work. But the, the,
6: the licensing thing is just the it's just a prerequisite. You don't have to petition to be an approved contractor. Okay.
0: So what that means is all this horse shit that Barry's been putting these contractors through. Now they got the board has a real problem.
1: Yeah. The, they've got a real problem. I mean, because either you have to be approved or you don't have to or be approved. Don't.
0: One of the two. Pick your side. All right, here we go. Okay. okay. But I just wanted, that's exactly what I needed to know on the record. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah,
7: good. They've never done that long as they, now there's still a permit process to get the actual permit to do specific, you know, to do whatever project it is.
0: But they, there's nothing special that a particular contractor would have to do. Is that correct? Assuming as they followed everything. That statute,
6: they should, yes, as long as they have followed that statute, and have their apartment license removed. If you, Mr. Moncrief, said, I'm a state, I'm licensed, and, and I have my license, we to the state statute, you should be good.
2: Yeah. Thank you. I think what really trends the, the contractor down is, is that uh, the driving law,
0: So Gary is trying to soften the blow there. That you know what keeps a bunch of people from being contractors on the lake is the ability to drive pilots, not the complications with Robert (sighs) Barry. Here we go.
4: Isn't there? I thought there was on your website a list of contractors that are approved to do work on the lake. I believe well, there's a list that you all have on there. of a,
7: a mm-hmm.
4: suggestion that give a one Okay, so that wasn't, these are the only ones that can, okay. It's, it it stated, it, it seemed that way, the way it was, it was stated. I'm trying to look it up.
0: We're almost through, folks
2: okay doesn't seem like we're getting very
0: far of this meeting so <laughs> oh Any yeah we other are questions? oh no Walt yeah uh, we thank you Walt you, you did a superb job of leading <laughs> that circus so we would have plenty to talk about tonight
2: yeah this somebody make a motion to the Germans
7: <laughs>
0: All right, here's the resolution. All
2: right, I'd recommend that we take this under
7: advisement.
0: I was in the Take one oh, under advisement.
2: Motion and a second. Is there any public comment on that? <laughs> motion no. and a second. All in favor, please say aye. Aye. Uh, <laughs>
0: Alright, and, th- and I just, then they just did the motion just, to a motion to adjourn.
1: I just can't. So Rex, after the meeting, though, the fellow that wanted to tear down the boathouse—did they have a meeting afterwards to determine whether he could turn tear down his boathouse?
0: I don't think they did, but granted, I didn't stick around.
1: Well, wait a minute. As I understand it, sources say that Robert Berry had already, or there was an email produced that he had already approved it the Friday before this meeting. Really? Hmm. And that it wasn't the board that approved it. So which is it? Does the board actually make approvals or do they not?
0: Can't have it both ways.
1: Apparently they've been having it both ways for years.
0: But not anymore. All right. So uh, we still have 35 people watching, 35 very dedicated Bozier watchers to sit through that circus. Um, but I am glad you wanted to go through with the whole thing and finish it because, well, it was entertaining, especially if you're there in the meeting.
1: Yeah, no, no doubt. It was very telling about the dysfunction of the Cypress District. And I got to say, you know, as somebody that lives on the lake, um, Gary Weich, you should resign. Uh, Walt Bigby, you should resign. Mr. Fowler, you should resign. Kelly Long, I'll hold out judgment just yet on whether I, – I don't know completely on her. But the other ones, y'all should resign. Um you know, does this board maybe need to go away? Uh, yeah, I, I I think I'm sold that it needs to go away at, at a minimum. All the people that's on it need to go away, and, it, and the least it should be restructured if it remains because there's no accountability here, and and it's just a railroad of, again, the surfs that live on the lake, you know, and it's not right. It's wrong. It's yeah, wrong I on agree. so many levels.
0: Well, and of course, there are those that say, well, if the the board goes away and the park goes away and blah, 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 again, I would ask, and and I'm no realtor uh, or or real estate person, but I would ask, are any of your home values enhanced or property values enhanced specifically because the park is there? And I would argue, no.
1: No. I... It it does nothing for me. People can say, what well, I have friends and, and I'm going to make them mad, in which I, I apparently have a habit of making people mad. That's fine. And I wear my Jeff Gordon hat proudly. But I will say, uh, you know what? The board is not of a benefit to me. I mean, the uh, park is no benefit to me. I mean, yeah. as far as I'm concerned, you know what? I, I, I do not want to see it turn into another subdivision. I got a better idea let's make it into a cemetery i'd be in favor of being buried there when i pass you can bury me out there. oh i I thought
0: you were talking about all the skeletons that are in the closets now can come out and we can bury those skeletons out there
1: no i didn't think of that i was thinking in another direction but that's a good point that's a good point
0: yeah all right well we appreciate everybody watching i do want to put up one thing renee hall says are you going to mention about the state law and ethics law we've actually already posted about that that says once he's removed he cannot be an employee for two years robert barry we have a specific post addressing that so go check it out and comment on it and i put uh that it was shared by some bozier watchers and well you know who you are um, yeah, and,
1: and, and rex here's the thing people watching this show we we show things on the show that are are in our opinion violations of the law and that ethics board complaints you know that people could make complaints I mean if we did it on everything that come across in front of us, we'd spend all of our time filing complaints right. we can't do it all you know kind of the way we view it is is it's our responsibility to put the information out there for people to consume. And if they see it and they understand it and they think like we do, that it's a violation, somebody needs to take that information and move with it. We're putting it out there on record. It isn't your name out there that's saying that it happened. We're saying it.
0: We're we're throwing the rocks out in the water. How big is the ripple going to get?
1: And not many ripples take place when they should when right. you when you post a video of a government asset that is allegedly being used on private property um you know <laughs> i mean nobody nobody not yeah. law enforcement nobody says a word yep i don't know that's a, that's a little bit discouraging
0: it certainly is. Well, what is encouraging though is that again we had thirty something people watching all this time. We've been going now for I don't know what nearly well, almost three hours, nine hour or two hours and fifty three minutes. Still not a record, but one of our longer shows. We appreciate everybody watching. Speaking of which, again, Duke and I don't do this for a living. We've got, you know, businesses and that help us out and help pay the bills and Acadiana Mortgage and and all that that y'all have going on. So uh, if you want to help us, here's how you can do it. One, if you've got some information you want to send to us anonymously, go make a free Proton Mail account. Send it with no identifying information. Send it to bozierwatchaprotonmail.com. You can help that way. Liking, tagging, sharing. Go to YouTube and subscribe to the YouTube channel. We need to get our subs up to over 500 out there on the YouTube part of things, uh, platform. You can also go to bogeywatch.com or .org and you can donate some coffee money if you want to there. You can send Facebook stars if you're watching on Facebook and all that sort of thing. Helps us buy a little bit of coffee uh, because the software that we use and some of the things to make this cool stuff and these graphics happen is not free not to mention the inordinate amount of time that we spend and, honestly, that Duke spends a lot of. So, anyway, with all that said, those are ways that you can help. We're glad to have everybody here, everybody commenting, everybody doing what y'all do and watching and keeping an eye on things with us.
1: Have a good night, folks. Thanks for watching. See you next time.
0: See y'all.